What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another special edition of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango. Joining me, as always, are Robert Evelise. Hello, everyone. And Callum Wiggins. Hello, you as well. All of you out there, you and you, and especially you over there in the pink shirt. <laughs> I hope somebody's listening to this going, oh, me? Yeah, you. We are rolling along here with our all-time fantasy booking mock draft roster pay-per-view card type stuff that we've been doing for the past few episodes. We have recorded these all in advance. We are currently doing this one on October 16th. This will be popping up around November 18th is, uh, I think, when I'm going to be publishing this. I'm not entirely sure exactly when, but it's, it's somewhere around a month from when we're recording this. By now, you should have already checked out the mock draft of all time where we can go through and the three of us pick our rosters based off of just complete ar- uh, completely arbitrary methods of that. You, you, know, you pick out of nothing. You can pick anybody that you want as long as they've been in WWE. Then there we uh, did the episodes of my card and then Callum's pay-per-view card and then Rob's pay-per-view card. We most recently did the ultimate roster where we combined our cards and we actually added somebody to that that we didn't pick on any of our rosters. We ended up with our 151 people, which if you're checking this out on YouTube right now, you can see on the list how that played out. We've got the locked in votes that are on the left here. And we've got uh, our little tally of how many people a piece that we picked from each of our rosters. And then we got one person there, Bobby fish. Uh, if you were listening to the audio-only version, of course, you can't see this, but I recommend, you know, checking this out over on YouTube. It's a better experience if you can actually watch this go down. But if you are on Spotify or something like that, thank you for listening anyway. And um, our mission for this one is to round this out with, at least for this section of stuff, how do we do the pay-per-view card for the ultimate card of all time? Now, we might be doing some spin-off stuff in the future. We've been enjoying the hell out of this. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying it too. So uh, Callum pitched the idea of us doing, you know, the worst roster and maybe randomizing it. So that's something that we could have a lot of fun with. That's a three-parter that we might play around with in December. There's also the chance that we might be doing some follow-up after Survivor Series where we can take our ultimate roster that we have, or even, you know, play around with the ones that we didn't pick yet too. And to try to make the ultimate Survivor Series team breakdown Maybe, I don't know, kind of maybe merge that with a Time Machine Dream Team a little bit too or something. If you want to see any kind of ideas like that, let us know. We're not going to record any of those in advance. Those will be ones that we do actually around the time frame that we're going to release them. So we actually can get suggestions now at this point. But just the same, while this is going on, leave your comments below. Tell us your thoughts on how this is all playing out because we still want to know what you guys have to say before all this is uh, said and done. your suggestions about what the card should be, your ideas based off of what we decide on, all that good stuff. We want to know. So while you're doing that, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't done that already. Ring that little notification bell. Hit the like button as well on YouTube. Toss some money our way if you want to help us grow by clicking the thanks button or by joining us on the members only stuff or go to patreon.com slash smartoutmoment. We're picking up some merchandise on Public or Redbubble. And, um, you know, kind of roll things along here and, uh, and share your support in whatever way that you can, because 
If you've been enjoying this kind of content, let us know. And then that way we can do more of it in the future. So, with all that stuff out of the way, we have our roster. And we got to figure out a two-night WrestleMania card. This is going to be difficult. And it's also going to be kind of easy. It is in one of those scenarios where there's certain things you're going to go with and certain things that you're going to probably have to push aside. You know, not everybody's going to make the card most likely. I don't think that we're going to have a match that's like, you know, uh, I mean, we could, I, I did incorporate a, a, you know, speed round Royal Rumble thing to try to get as many people on the card. Maybe we end up settling on that, but more than likely we're not going to get 151 people on this card. WWE does not ever have 151 people on a WrestleMania two night card. And, um, yeah, we're going to get some big names in there. We're going to get some surprise things here. I'm sure we're going to debate. We're going to agree. We're going to agree to disagree <laughs> and, uh, yeah, let's see how this all works out. So, um, I did a little bit of work ahead of time. Uh, I have some notes that I want to factor in here going into this. Did you guys have any we'll talk specifics in a little bit, but did you have, generally speaking, any kind of like, all right, I definitely want to lean towards this. I definitely want to pitch that kind of ideas. Or is it mostly like, let's just see how this goes. I had some specifics in mind for certain superstars, but mostly I've come into this with the idea of come with a series of ideas to pitch, but you're working with a team, so don't come with any solidified ideas i've decided to approach this with a completely open and blank mind so then so, i so might yeah, have I done have... the most amount of research and everything ahead of time, well, well yeah, yeah i've yeah. probably covered things like immediately but i've decided that i'm pretty much gonna know almost get a sense of like what you guys pitch like what what i would like to do with those people and if I feel like, okay, that's interesting. Can we do something with this, with that? So rather than coming with any, because I'm one of those personalities that if he comes forward with like his own ideas, then he's going to, he's not going to, he's going to find, I'm going to find it difficult to, uh, budge. To budge, yeah. So I've decided to come in here with a bit less, uh, less stringentness towards certain uh, matches and ideas. You know, it's all about the budge, right? Do you check out that yeah, being think- the elite? <laughs> This yeah, is a month past that when that episode airs when you guys are hearing this, but that made me laugh so much with uh, uh, John Silver. You know, it's all about the budge, whatever. We should definitely do, by the way, another spinoff of this. Definitely do uh, like an AEW roster thing. It's not quite an all time thing when the company's only three years old, but it, you know, I mean, we can play around with that too. Um, what you saying, yeah, Rob? I think it's just easier to be like, hey, Let's not come in here with anything solidified because you are working with a team and you can't just be like, yeah, fuck your idea, pal. Right. Teamwork. So the things that I did ahead of time, I did write down some basic ideas and I I kind of more so have lists of, okay, with this person, who would I potentially pair them with? on the side i'm not gonna bother to put them up on the screen because it's just kind of haphazard notes and you know that kind of deal um so we're gonna focus on what we have our screen here and our ultimate card breakdown which i've 
group together tag teams and stables and not every variation that we could possibly do because for instance it's a little bit too hard to have say dx the nation uh, nation of domination the new age outlaws the click and then also have a thing right next to it that would be evolution some of them of course we just know offhand we don't need to have this for a reference like we didn't need to have the legion of doom uh red warrior hawk and red warrior animal but i was just like you know what just so we don't lose track and we don't have hawk and animal in a different spot and then go god damn it we forgot about the road warriors like uh i grouped the tag teams together you could see in this like a uh, pinkish purple color this are all the women's superstars that we have just so we can not lose track of any of them on the list and then a whole bunch of other people on the side here too um i would think what we should try to aim for is 20 matches 10 per night that's like probably the absolute most that we can get without it being like this is absurd yeah i I would say that's uh that's a good number to aim for and maybe we settle on every match that we can think of by using these people and then go okay well what do we ultimately cut or maybe we get closer to the 20 match kind of limit and go oh you know we're pretty solid on that we don't need to book the rest of the people and they could just you know, sorry, uh, I don't know, whoever might end up not making the list. We don't even know. Um, we might be like, ah, oh, man, you know, we didn't figure out anything for Goldberg, but, you know, uh, it happens or something. Yeah, that, that that seems to. Yeah, I think I think that approach would work. I would also say fundamentally, just because it appeared on both of your uh, initial rosters, that it's going to be if we do get 20, it'll be 20 unique matches nothing where it's going to be whoever wins on a night one of wrestlemania then goes into <laughs> a night two type thing we're not having any of that there's too many people yeah i don't think that yeah. we really can fit in uh too many ideas of like tournament type based things or anything i think we kind of have to leave that to the pre wrestlemania two night kind of scenario if we were to do something like that which of course we're not going to bother to book like an entire year's worth of things heading into that but um we also should Definitely try to limit the amount of multi-man, multi-opponent type mm-hmm. of things. So we don't have, you know, 15 battle royals just to get everybody in there. Or, you know, uh, here's I'm, I'm totally a... cool with the idea of cutting people out. I don't... I, even though this is like the old roster, I don't feel like everyone should make the card. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, realistically speaking, on this, just the tag team side of things... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. We have 22 tag teams that can actually split into even more. Like, you could technically have, like, Wyatt and Strowman as a tag team, Harper and Rowan as the Bludgeon Brothers. Like, that's way too many tag teams that we can get all the tag teams in there. But we can get, like, a, a you know, 10-man tag. We can do uh, a Fatal 4-Way between four different tag teams or you know we, we can play around we can see what happens and like anything we're not going to have anything completely settled on until we settle on it so even if we have ideas in mind we might go ah you know what but we'd rather do this and now we got to take that person out and you know that kind of deal so i guess uh let's just kind of get started here um i think maybe one of the things that we could do just to kind of give ourselves something to to work with is to try to focus on the women's division and 
whittle that down because we've got, I think it's what, 36 names, if I remember correctly. Yeah, 36 names here. So if we settle on all the women's division matches that we can think of, then we can kind of have that in the bank and then go, okay, well, you know, that's say we end up with like eight matches and we go, all right, we're probably going to have to cut a couple of those, but at least we know we're, those are the ones that we're working with. Maybe we end up keeping them. I don't know. Maybe we end up with five matches. I don't know how we'll play it out, but um, I had a couple ideas in mind. Uh, I want to get your ideas of, of some of these. Uh, I, the way I kind of look at it, I'm going to try to copy and paste things and drag things over and stuff um, without accidentally deleting anything. Uh, I think that there's pretty much no way that Nikki and Brie Bella are in any kind of a singles thing. They're either in a battle royal or they're in some kind of a tag team match. Agree? I mean, if it's up to me, they wouldn't be on the card. If they are on the card, that is. If they are on the card, they have to be in a tag team. Or battle yeah, royal. they're the Bella Twins. Yeah, Nikki's okay. great, but ultimately it's the twin. Yeah, so I'm just going to combine them as Bella Twins. Um, I had pitched the idea before of uh, and we don't have to obviously do anything um, and, and settle on anything at first, but I know that one idea that I would like to see would be Asuka versus Io Shirai versus Kyrie Sane in a triple threat match. But we can also do Kabuki Warriors. We could also do Sky Pirates if we were to do tag team things, or we could just do singles matches for any of them or, or something. What about like uh, preferences would you guys have? Do you think that it's better to kind of go like lean a little bit more towards like uh, Oscar Solo and Sky Pirates or maybe do like, ah, you know what? I think that it's better Kabuki Warriors or, uh, you know, all three of them in like a Kabuki Sky Pirate Warrior <laughs> combination stable or Kabuki Sky Warriors, <laughs> Sky Kabuki Pirate thing, Skywalker, Kabuki, whatever. I don't know. Um, I would say if we went like if we ended up having a tag team and a single, I'd go Asuka single. Um, but there's nobody that stands out to me that I'm like, okay, I think that that Asuka singles match needs to be on the card. Yeah, I like when I think Asuka, I think Battle Royal and the way that you guys have spoken so far. I don't know if we're actually going to do a women's Battle Royal, get everybody on the card kind of thing. And I'd ideally want to avoid any battle royals when we've got this amount of talent here. Even even to I'd rather it would almost be to the point that I'd rather just people get left off rather than just throw a load of people in a battle royal because that wastes one of the twenty matches we could do. Depending and on if how we if we do one for the women yeah. and one for the men, then it would be just wait, it would be wasting two of the twenty matches that we would intend to do. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know about uh, what it would do in. In that regard, it's the the it's the difficult thing with the women in particular is the fact that most of the actual like top end women's wrestlers are all of this era and have thus fought each other multiple times beforehand. Yeah, I mean, it's something that you could just say, "How about you do the four horse women in a uh, fatal four way?" But they ah, can do that, you know. Yeah, they can they can actually do that. So, like, I would rather try and avoid for the most part things that they could actually realistically do. Still, well. 
in in that spirit, one of the matches that I'm really thinking about when it comes to the women is Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. And we don't know if they can actually do that because we don't know if Ronda will ever come back. And I like the idea of doing that. Uh, that was one of the matches that I had in my notes as um, Ronda versus Shayna in a submission match or like an MMA kind of style match. Uh, I'm, I'm nev- I've never realistically been a huge fan of when MMA and pro wrestling have crossed over too much. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mind people that obviously like Brock Lesnar and Robbie Lashley, they can bring those elements into their actual wrestling, but when it's actually put within, because like in the, um, I can't remember which one of your cards it was, I think it was Rob's about the Lions Den match. I think Lions Den matches suck. They're really bad, and that's because, well, partly due to the fact the people they have involved in it, but also the cage is super <laughs> tiny, and all oh, that. Yeah, I mean, so, my pitch for this is very like it's Ronda and Shayna in a one-on-one match because I think that they both do pro wrestling and can work in the MMA elements very well see I'm not I'm not kind of super down with that idea just because I and and this is someone because I'm someone who like adores Shayna Baszler when she's at the top of her game but I don't think Shayna's a big enough match for Ronda Rousey who would you <laughs> lean towards for I mean, we don't need like a Ronda singles match or something, but if you if you have uh, that kind of in mind, because nobody stands out to me as being like, all right, Ronda versus so and so is, hey, that's one of the women's title matches. I'm assuming we probably end up having two women's title matches and probably a, a women's tag. I wouldn't want to really be like, ah, let's focus on like Ronda versus Bolnacano. I'd be like, ah, we could do something better than that. Out of the the uh, group that we have uh, laid out, I'd say Bianca Belair is the one that makes the most sense. Ronda Bianca, huh? It's a match we haven't seen. Bianca's whole gimmick is built around the fact that she's the most most athletic and physically gifted woman that they've one of the or one of the most physically gifted women they've seen come through. And Ronda Rousey's basic reality is the fact that she is a forerunner in terms of women's athleticism in UFC and coming into WWE as well, so that's the one that screams to me as the most interesting matchup for Ronda. I could potentially be sold on that, depending on how we play around with the rest of this. Here's an idea that I had. Uh, see if you guys are on board with this. I mentioned the women's tag. Mm. Um, my brain goes to this. Now, we, I mentioned we got Sky Pirates. Uh, uh-huh. We've got Trish and Lita. We've got Bella Twins. We got Bailey and Banks. We've got Beth and Natty. We've got Dakota and Raquel. Page and AJ. We got the Page and AJ, uh, Page Lee (laughs) kind of thing. Um, And then, really, there's no other ones that would have to end up being like, you know, okay, well, we don't need the pair, for instance, uh, Becky and Charlotte together. We don't need to pair a random thing like Michelle McCool and Rhea Ripley or whatever. But out of this whole package, let me um let me move these around a little bit here. I don't want to get this uh too mixed up, and I already am. Uh, we got this whole group at the bottom. Uh, I would focus a little bit on 
maybe this uh, this group of these, was it one, two, three, four, five teams? Maybe we add a sixth one in there and do like a five or six pack challenge for the women's tag titles. Oh, that's gross in terms of just like that's too many bodies in a match like that. It's just what about it, like a it, gauntlet it, type thing or something? No, it's really unfunctional and it's and, in, and a gauntlet match doesn't allow a match to breathe. That's true. I, I would again, it's one of those things that I would be happy not so much that people be left off the card, but that we focused on making the best matches possible. That, that to me sounds like that. This is now just a case of trying to squeeze as many people on the card as we possibly can already. So if we're just going to rule out the idea of gauntlet battle royal type stuff, let's focus on the pillar singles matches that we're working with. Well, I still would, at least if that was the case, if we were going to try to build a women's tag team match, the ones that I would focus the most on would be Banks and Bailey against Trish and Lita. Like they would be the anchors. And even if it just became those two teams, I would be totally sold on that. Well, I think that would be the that's the the match with the most star star power. I think the best match would be Banks and Bailey against the Sky Pirates. Because I can't imagine if we're going for the best ultimate card of all time, if we had the Sky Pirates against Banks and Bailey, and then we couldn't get Trish and Lita on the card, people would be like, "Why didn't you just do Trish and Lita?" Because there is the whole like. Trish and Sasha want to match with each other. Yeah. Bailey and Lee to do like that kind of thing, or maybe well, we even do a triple threat if we were to do that to include them. If yeah, it doesn't get too bogged down, but incorporate. Well, I, t- I totally agree on that, but then I my worry is that you've put Sasha, Bailey, Trish, and Lita into a tag team match when they are arguably four of the strongest main event women that you have, and I'm totally down with putting like two of them in a tag team match, especially uh, Banks and Bailey, because I think they do their best work as a as the unit. Obviously, as rivals as well, but I I personally, for a quote-unquote fantasy card where you can pretty much do anything, I wouldn't do a Sasha Banks and Bailey match because we've seen plenty of those already. Um, but it's whether, it's whether we feel like there's enough left in the top order to do other matches if you take Banks, Bailey, Trish, Lita, Eo, and Kyrie out of it. So my gut is to say Charlotte Flair gets a singles match. Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte and Becky should both get. Yeah, and th- that's where I'd kind of go like the three biggest pillars would be a Charlotte singles title match, a Becky single title match, and then Sasha and Banks. Uh, Sasha and Banks. Sasha Banks and Bailey, kind of uh, holding down the four for the tag title thing. And then, of course, we we have more than three uh, women's matches. We could have more than three. But if I'm going to book the uh, the titles matches, it would be Flair in one, Becky in one, Banks and Bailey in another one. I don't know who against, though. Of course, that's another thing. But maybe, like, Flair against... Uh, Looking at the the big so, move that's in here, like Flair against Alundra Blaze and Becky against Mickey or no. Not no. that everything should boil down to a quota, but do we have a specific number of women's matches we want to hit? I don't think that we should say we need ten and then ten for the men's because we have way more. Well, men. no, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, 
I'd say, I'd say at least, I'd say at least four. I would okay. say to aim aim for four or five. I think that that's yeah. fair. So hear me out then. Rhonda and Bianca can be one of the four because you know we haven't seen that match. Becky and Bailey we haven't seen for a major championship. We've seen it in throwaways on Raw, but we've never seen it like with a feud, with a buildup. And then you can play around with like Charlotte Alundra Blaze, which I really like. You know, you can do, you can find somebody for Sasha, maybe Sasha, uh, Kyrie, because I don't think they ever did that match. Or, you know, like there are, there are women you can play around with. There's also, China, there's also uh, Lita, Sasha Banks Lita, you know what I mean? Like, there are women you can play around with. So I wouldn't want to see Bailey, Becky, no. and then, like, Sasha Kyrie or something. I'd rather go bigger than that. Um, I guess maybe a way we could do this. Uh, well, we're all in agreement. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, Rhonda, Bianca... They're in our range of priorities. Yeah. Um, Trish and Lita probably in the priority range. Uh, if we do something with the Bella Twins, they're Bella Twins. Um, we got Asuka, we got Kyrie, we got EO. They are somewhere in that priority range. Um, I would argue to maybe try to make China in the priority range, but I don't know. That's that's kind of where I was going to get at was... Uh, out of this other group that we have going on, like, you know, Mickey and Alexa and uh, uh, Victoria and all that, who else would you want to make sure that we don't fall by the wayside for? Like, realistically, I'm like, you know what? If uh, Molly Holly doesn't get on the card, it's okay. If Mia Yim doesn't get on the card, it's okay. Like, you know, I, I like if them. If Paige but and AJ don't get on the card, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not going to be super duper upset if Tony Storm doesn't get a match despite the fact that I like her, you know, that kind of thing. Real uh, realistically, like we should pick the best opponents. And I think Beth Phoenix would make a great opponent for somebody. Uh Linda Blaze, as we've said, China, because like names that are probably never going to mix it up with these women, but worth, you know, the name value alone. The standouts for me would be on this list: China, Alundra, Karma, maybe Shayna. Uh, I would love to say Rhea, but ultimately, Rhea, I'm okay if Rhea, Rhea has fallen into yeah a bad WWE trap. Like maybe if I had to like a yeah I mean we 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 don't have a limited amount of whatever but like I'd probably group Mickey and Baszler as like the I'd try to make a case but ultimately if that's not then it's not the end of the world but like Karma Alundra China in that range Beth maybe how about you Cal um I don't know because I'm gonna be completely honest having China in this thing goes against everything that I stand for in terms of resting booking well I'm, I'm I mean like I'm glad you said that. Because my thing in saying China was specifically saying name value. Name value, yeah, more than anything else. Like, I would be 
I mean, depending on if we... I'm fine if China doesn't get on the call. I'll put it out there. Yeah. You can shit on me if you want. I'm fine if China doesn't get on the all-time card. I'm cool if she doesn't either. I would even pitch the idea that maybe China, if we do end up doing a battle royal, maybe China is one of the people that you build that around. Like we, yeah, it fits her limitations. Yeah, because like she could just be a powerhouse in that. She could just chuck people and it'd be fine. So how about we even potentially move that off to the side? We end up going, all right, if we use China, she's in battle royal territory. We can move her into that kind of range. Because if not, then we, I mean, I don't think like Asuka, China is something we would need to book. I don't think that we're going to do, you know, Sasha versus China, like, you know, that kind of deal. The only one I could really see would be maybe the argument of Becky versus China. But even that, I'm like, there's better matches. I would, I would say Gal Kim should be a priority pick. At least in that, like Mickey and China kind of range. I can see that. Um, the rest of them, I'm, the rest of them, I'm totally fine with kind of leaving off to a degree. Let's just move in some of these names around. Um, so have we locked in the Ronda Bianca match? Because I like that. I don't think we can lock it in, lock it in. But I, I, I kind of kept that separate because I think that we all are like, yeah, that could work, like that kind of thing. See, see. Well, yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I'd be okay with locking it in, or not locking it in, but like just saying, temporarily okay, locking that's, it that's in. the direction we're going. Right. But if we're going with the, the women's tag team match still, if we're going with that idea, my personal preference is a triple threat between Banks and Bailey against the Sky Pirates against Natalia and Beth Phoenix. What would you, if we were to do something like that, because I'm not opposed to that, um, what would you lean towards with uh, Trish and Lita? Trish would fight Becky. What about Lita? Um, and, and you guys go, go against me. I'm fine if Lita doesn't make the card. So, hmm. Lita to me is peanut butter and jelly with Trish. Kind of. But me. with Lita being essentially, she's best with Trish, but outside but, of that, I'm also okay with maybe not putting her on the card it's really my my, my fin- fundamental position with that is that we shouldn't do something which involves trish facing lita because that's been done right so a million not, times and i don't think we should do something with them as a tag team because realistically they didn't spend most of their career as a tag team they I, only I, wrestled occasionally together because oh these are the two best women that we have so let's put them together occasionally as tag team partners and they obviously had that match at um, evolution as a tag team but beyond that, they're not really a de facto tag team. I can hear that out. So if we want to take Lita out of the equation, Callum says Trish against Becky. I'm all right with that. I mean, you can't do Trish against Charlotte because, again, we've, you seen, can't do, we've right. seen that. I wouldn't think, like, for instance, if we were to do Trish against Becky, I wouldn't think Lita against Charlotte then. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I think it's it's it is either Becky against Trish or Becky against Lita because I feel like I feel like they are pretty much like standout names to go up against Becky. The yeah, Charlotte one, correct. I was like the Charlotte one annoys me a little bit. Not so much that she. Uh, it's it's kind of the argument is that she has to be on the card, 
but I can't think of anyone from this list of people that I want to see her go up against super she badly. she done a million times. Because I know you guys were saying the Alundra Blaze thing, and I can't like say, oh, I absolutely wouldn't do that, but it just doesn't feel big to me. To me, yeah, it's like Alundra Blaze is a big deal for her time frame, in the sense that in her time frame, she still wasn't even that big of a deal, and I can't tell you, like, oh man, here's my favorite ten moves of Alundra Blaze to be like, I don't know, like, this is going to sound uh, kind of sacrilegious, but, like, I think Alundra Blaze gets the credit for being the best woman in an era where there weren't any real solid women to compete with. I mean, there obviously there were some talent, I don't know like Bonacano. Okay. Like, uh, like, Bull is talented as all hell, but all the, all the, in WWE, yeah. you know... Yeah, all, all the best women that were in um, pro wrestling at the time that Alundra Blaze was about were in Japan. Right, yeah, that kind of deal. So it's like, yeah, Alundra Blaze is a big deal for WWE in that era. But if you take exactly the same Alundra Blaze from that time frame and you put her in the roster from three years ago, maybe she's a mid card talent. You know, like, uh, so it's like star power wise, I can see the pitch for Alundra versus Charlotte being like, okay, you were the queen of the one era, I'm the queen of this era. But do I really want to see the match more so than Charlotte versus Karma? Or Charlotte versus Mickey? Like, uh, you know, like... Well, Charlotte versus Karma doesn't scream out to me as particularly interesting as well, because Charlotte works best as a heel. And That's true, too, yeah. She would have to be Karma heel. Karma, and Kong working babyface in that match. And it just, yeah. like... But, that's, but Charlotte... that's also an issue with a lot of these ones. But Charlotte is an issue in that way. Because you can look at a, a Becky Lynch and say, okay, and you've got Lita and you've got Trish. Uh, you know, we haven't seen those matches. You can't necessarily, you can say that for Charlotte and Trish. And I don't know if I would want to see a Charlotte-Lita match. Charlotte, I look at, and that's where I, like, pluck a, well, maybe we just put her against a lunch place for the name value. Or, uh, you know, someone of that era for the name value. because. She has to be on the card, but who do you put her against? I don't think Raquel is a big enough name right. to say all-time card. And Gail Kim would probably be the best match. But she's not as big of a name at WWE either. No. And, and then you're just like... And it is kind of a conundrum where, at least I think if we can do it, I think we all agree Charlotte should be heel. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like, who's the strongest baby face that could go up against her? Kind of, in a way, it's, I mean, you, you've you already done them. It's Becky, it's Trish, it's it's, uh, it's uh, Asuka, Bailey. it's Bailey, like, and we've seen it a million times, so. Well, in, in that case, the one uh, that I feel is the best baby face that we haven't seen out of this list Candace. would be AJ. Uh, yeah, AJ too. And then that feels like that's kind of not up to snuff in my mind. Big fan no, of AJ. He, but like, AJ's a weird one because I love AJ, but if I'm playing fair, it's like, can she go 15, well, 20 are we Are we kind of then leaning in a direction which suggests that Charlotte shouldn't be in a one-on-one match? Hmm, maybe. That she, ne- that she needs multiple people to go against. Not because of her lack of star power, but because boost we're not her fresh. opponents and yeah to keep it fresh maybe that might be a way to get around that 
There is an argument too, by the way, for the AJ Lee thing. You could make the argument AJ had the give uh, give Divas a chance thing, and to be like, "Hey, I'm the one who really started the whole thing." Like you do that whole thing. Yeah. And um, Charlotte Flair considered herself the opportunity. Yeah. AJ Lee could basically go into the feud, just in the like, "I work to give all women an opportunity in this business, and now you're claiming to be the only opportunity out there." I what, like that as an idea. What about this potential thing? I don't know who would slot in there, but maybe like a uh, either triple threat or a four corners, like a pillar of their era type of thing. Like I'm not gonna maybe like Charlotte, Mickey, AJ, and Alundra. Is Mickey the pillar of her era? I would either put in Lita or China. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I guess I'd it say. depends on how you define the eras because well, it's like Charlotte definitely for the modern era, Alundra for that WWF era. Yeah. I was thinking Mickey for like the diva section and then AJ for that transition between them. Well, I'd put AJ into the divas section. But maybe Lita instead of the Mickey one. Maybe that's where we get Lita in there. Maybe it's Lita, Charlotte, Alundra, and AJ. Ah. I mean, it's it's a bit like uh, it's a bit of a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, it's a hodgepodge. It's like, <laughs> but it, it works if you put it if you frame it in that way. Yeah, because you got like Lita representing the Attitude Era, Alundra representing the New Generation Era. Like it kind it kind of goes Alundra, Lita, AJ, Flair to Charlotte, like yeah. that. Uh, that's the timeline transition. Yeah, I mean, you could. I'm trying to feel like. Um, um, if there's anything else we could do as well, in the sense that Charlotte Flair is one of the like obviously one of the longest hold, one of the most uh, decorated holders of the women's championship. AJ Lee is the longest, w- was the longest holder of the Divas title until Nikki Bella. But I don't, I wouldn't want to have Nikki Bella in this match just because, even yeah. though she kind of is representative. She's of the, the better era. Bella. Yeah, well, yeah, well, she's the better Bella, but she, but she's um she's representative of the Diva era, but. I'd think AJ would make it more fun match. Right. And she's uh, the one that broke the mold out of that too. Yeah. Lita is the kind of the one out because Alundra Blaze held the title for a really long time as well, but that's also due to the fact that there was no one really around yeah. to take from it beyond like Bornicano and Bertha Faye occasionally. But like, but Lita's the odd one out in the fact that she only held the title a couple of times and never really held it for that long. Unless we did. She's a groundbreaker. She's a trailblazer. She, mm. yeah, Unless she, we did Trish in there. And we did Lita versus Becky. I'd rather Becky versus Trish. I think Becky if we versus did... Trish is a better match. Right. But then if we did Lita Becky, we could do heel Becky against Babyface Lita. I don't like I don't like heel Becky. I like Babyface Becky better. Yeah, yeah that's fine. But it's... but I almost feel like but I like Babyface Trish as well. I mean, I, I like heel right. Trish as well. Like Trish is so, really good at transitioning. No, but Babyface Trish with the man Becky Lynch, the tweener, like leaning a little bit towards the heel in that match, but not heel in that match exactly. No, yeah, I, I think Trish versus Becky is the better match out of the. And I think Lita fits in Sorry. here more because yeah, because it can it, she can do her high spots and not be she can do a on like yeah on doing the I don't like all the uh, the flow stuff in between it. Right, and then she can be the one who's selling for seven minutes magically because it's a multi woman. Mm. And then, so we have them as a fatal four-way. If we had that as a four-way, uh, 
It's moving these off to the side to see about that. If we ended up having that, we had potentially Rousey, Belair, Lynch, Stratus, triple threat with these teams for the women's tag. Then if we tried to lean towards a fourth, maybe a fifth, uh, or do we already have four? So maybe a fifth match. Wait, one, two, three, four, yeah. Um, if we did want to do a battle royal, we could with this name, these names of people, and then that would end up being 22 people in the battle royal. So maybe we would cut two names and just do it for 20. But we could have, like, I mean, Asuka, China, Karma, Mickey... Rhea, like the they're they're people that could have a fun, you know, Bolacano comes in, is she gonna be the one that storms through, or is it gonna be, you know, the standoff kind of thing between Karma and Bolacano and uh does somebody like a Raquel eliminate China to prove that she's more powerful or like if we were to do a battle royal, I think we could just sort of go and then everybody else goes to the battle royal, then we're kinda good with that. Because uh, there's nothing that stands out to me as being like all right, we would need to have these other names on there in like singles match. Like I wouldn't go like, all right, we have to pitch like Michelle McCool versus somebody. No, I'd no. battle Royal them probably. I mean, there's some good matches that you could obviously do in like singles thing. Like, but we have seen, we've seen Mickey James versus Oscar. We've seen Mickey James versus Gail Kim in TNA. Oscar versus Gail Kim would be cool. Oscar Kim would be cool. Oscar Karma. Oscar Karma. Yeah, that would yeah, be cool. That could be a Basically. fun one. We never really saw Baszler against Oscar. Nope. I haven't seen it as like a properly built up singles match between with arguably the two most dominant women in NXT history. But that's something they can do still. They won't, but they could. And both of them, they when they came to the main roster, they kind of fucked them up. Not that in our fantasy thing, we couldn't just be like, no. and we wouldn't, you know, because no. that's the kind of way no, that we so would. What, at, at the moment, maybe we are thinking about the rest of them in the battle royal, which this sounds a bit harsh, but it's just a case of like, you know, that's... There's not a whole bunch of real card. estate to give yeah. up, yeah. Well, the argu- the only argument that I can see there is basically, basically, do we go with the Sky Pirates or do we go with the Kabuki Warriors for the women's tag? Oh, that's true. Um... I think Oscar's a bigger deal than the Asherai. So I personally rank them Oscar, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Uh, we didn't yeah, see Oscar and Io Shirai as tag team. Yeah, they've, <laughs> yeah, they've never been a they've never been a tag team so far. So like What would that team be? The Um Kabuki Pirates? No wait, the, uh, Kyrie Sane's pirate. So it'd yeah. be the the Sky the Sky Warriors. That's what it'd be, right? Could be. I mean, the, realistically, there probably will be some sort of tag team. Sky Kabuki. Yeah. Uh, even even though I think I've read stuff in the past which say that Eo and Oscar don't exactly see to, eye to eye that much. But oh, really? Huh. Well, I think that was back in Japan. That's probably a while uh, ago. So they, they probably buried the hatchet since then. But you know, so. Um. So the argument yeah, I feel, could I feel be... Like it be one of the established. I feel like it should be one of the established tag teams. Yeah, in I was going to say it's the, the lowest of the three. The argument I would say could be more so. I think out of the teams, EO and Kyrie makes the more fun match, and Asuka's the bigger deal in the Battle Royal. Because if EO goes in the Battle Royal and it's Asuka and Kyrie, even though that's great because Asuka and Kyrie are great, EO gets kind of 
pushed aside. But then again, it depends on do we build the battle royal around some of the other names? Because if we have we have a lot of names that could win that. Because I do think that we should pick the winners of these matches too. Um, you know, if it's going to build around more so China, Karma, Shayna, Paige, whatever, Rhea, then maybe it is kind of better to not have Asuka in there and maybe she doesn't get swallowed up. But Asuka could be a potential winner. I guess out of that, maybe we should settle on that a little bit. Who do you think would be the winner if we did Battle Royale these? Karma. Karma's the one I was leaning towards, yeah. I'd say Asuka, but if you guys are leaning Karma, I'm cool with that. Well, I was thinking that like that would be the potentially like the last two, and that's either do you go babyface beats karma or do you go with karma's just literally too big to get out, and that's the advantage of the battle royal. Well, yeah, that's what my argument was the case that battle royal was lean more towards the bigger people in the match, so I would have gone with karma as a victory in that one. I, I'm personally, I'm I would lean towards the Kabuki Warriors as the tag team because. They're the ones that actually won the tag team championships. They were featured far more heavily as a tag team because Sky Pirates were only really together in NXT for a couple of months. That's true. They never actually reached the main roster. So the Kabuki Warriors, even though I do like the Sky Pirates and I thought they had more chemistry, the Kabuki Warriors are the more established tag team with the two of them. And Asuka is the more established name. I'd be okay with that. So I'd rather have her on the quote-unquote main card. What do you think, Rob? Switch uh, Era into the Battle Royal, Asuka into the uh, tag? Yeah. And then we kind of... That leans even more so to Karma winning the Battle Royal and then the the final of that. We don't need to, obviously, we're not going to book the eliminations of this, but like it could be like Karma in the final against, uh, I don't know, Mickey or something. Yeah, I'm all right with that. That could be cool. That could be... I'm confident that, that that could be our women's division for this card. Yeah. The women. Women. Um, all right, cool. So then I'm going to somehow do this. I don't know how I'm going to quite keep track of exactly all of this, but uh, we'll see uh, if maybe I can figure out a system for this. Um, Battle Royal names. Let's put Karma in here. Let's move them here. This is not in any particular order other than that Karma is there. And then let's go uh, Battle Royal. And then maybe move these off to the side and go this is Four-way, so let's move them there. And this is triple threat. So let's do that. And then um, I guess let's constitute these tag teams. So Kabuki Warriors versus... I don't, I don't like the uh, golden role model's name. What about you guys? <laughs> Bailey Ooh, is Banks. That than the, is that better than the Boss and Hug connection? Oh, that's right. That was the other one. What are uh, Natty and Beth called Divas again? Divas of Doom. Divas of Doom. That's right. Um, they probably have to change that for this. Yeah, that's fine enough. Um, what am I doing here? Battle Royal. All right. So then that's five women's matches. Those are the women in the Battle Royal. 
and then I will merge these just to not lose track of that. Put these over here. Cool, cool, cool. Um, that's kind of messy. I'll do this. Uh, all right. I think that's a little bit of a plan. Um, now we gotta figure out all the men. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's easy part. Um, so I think we should start with this. Uh, I think we need to book an Undertaker match. Undertaker in a solo match. Not Undertaker with Kane. Not Undertaker in a Fatal 4-Way. I think we need the Undertaker WrestleMania streak type match. You guys agree? It's WrestleMania, so if that's what we're booking, then yeah, you need to have an Undertaker match on it. So I'm just going to move Undertaker over. We know he's settled. And that's kind of the way that it is. Uh, that's just the way it is. Um, it's just a matter of finding his opponents. Dan Hansen would be like, you got to find an opponent. The people that I had in mind that I could see being Undertaker's opponent on this card are... The two lesser options that I thought were Kevin Owens and John Cena. And I'm nowhere near as sold on those as I am the other three. I tried to settle it on five. Yeah, I'm, I'm not super keen on either of the those suggestions. Owens and Cena, yeah. Yeah. The Cena option, I figured more so if we were to book in an era where it was unbeatable John Cena against The Undertaker, where it's like, okay, either... There's no way that John Cena loses, and there's no way that Undertaker loses, as opposed to the thing that we did get to see at WrestleMania, which sucked. But the three that I really kind of revolved around were Samoa Joe, Walter, and Sting, with the heavy favorite being Sting in my mind. So, I'm not super sold on the Samoa Joe one. With that just over so everybody keeps track. Just because I don't feel it's big enough? Based yeah. off of what Joe's accomplished? Yeah, I would say so. I would say uh, Sting is an obvious choice and definitely should be in the consideration. I think Walt I've I've already spoken to you guys about this, but I think Walter is an excellent choice, just because of the mere presence alone. I feel like just looking through the list of people, there is an argument for Goldberg. Just because if it's an actual like fantasy, you know, fantasy Goldberg, Goldberg, yeah, yeah, rather than what we end up seeing. But I feel like even just seeing what it ended up being has soured me to <laughs> me that <too>. possibility. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to book somebody in a match where either one of them could end up being really hurt. <laughs> yeah. The thing about The Undertaker is that he was around for so long that he's actually fought basically everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to find matches that are both interesting enough and compelling enough, but also matches that we haven't seen before. And also matches that fit his style, because, like, yeah, if we could get Prime Undertaker against Prime Randy Savage, that's probably a lot of fun. But is that better than Prime Undertaker against Prime Sting? Eh, probably not. If we could do Prime Undertaker against Andre... Yeah, of course, that's the big, you know, the biggest possible giant Undertaker can fight. But if I'm going to have him fight anybody, do I really want to have him fighting the lumbering giant of Andre the Giant? 
I'm going to lean more towards Undertaker versus one of those other three as like the match quality is going to be better. Yeah. So I lean towards staying between those. Uh, The argument being a little bit later on, I'll just say right now, Brock Lesnar, Walter is something I had in mind. Yeah. I don't think I can think of a better match for Walter than Brock Lesnar. I had playfully thought of the idea of if we were to try to get somebody like a Bruno on this card, Walter would be the opponent for somebody like a Bruno, but I think Walter Lesnar is the best match we can possibly do. Well, I was actually tentatively with the idea of thinking maybe Bruno would be a good choice for Undertaker as well. I definitely can't sell uh, or can't sign off on Bruno Undertaker over the other three. I just wouldn't. Bruno be Undertaker would be a lot of fun. And fundamentally, you haven't seen a Bruno match. The footage that I've seen, though, I'm like, yeah, I. There's nothing that sells me on the Bruno stuff. That style's just not for me. I'd rather do something a little bit more akin to your, uh, like, Flair versus Bruno War Games type of scenario. Especially over the other ones, like Sting and Undertaker and Joe and Undertaker, that kind of deal. I would lean more towards Sting, because there's nobody on this that I think I would go, okay, if I don't do Sting Undertaker, what do I do with Sting? I go, is it just Flair again? Like, with some kind of thing against Four Horsemen? Is it just... Cause like, I don't want to see Sting versus Bray Wyatt over Sting versus Undertaker. Or, like, we've seen Sting versus Brett. We've seen Sting versus pretty much everybody, except the only other ones that I could see myself being like, okay, you might have something there, is Sting and Shawn Michaels. And if I'm going to go Sting Michaels or Sting Taker, I'm going Sting Taker. I did also think of Sting Michaels, but I don't think. I guess my argument against Sting Taker is everybody says Sting Taker, so can we find another match? But that's just fundamentally to try to get more discussion in there. Because Sting Taker is probably the best ultimate fantasy way to go. I'd put Sting Taker on there. More than in the other ones, even if it comes down to like, we might not have a spot for somebody like Joe. That's where my pitch goes, at least. Sting Taker. Yeah, we can we can put it in for now. Well, what are, what are your thoughts against? I I don't think Sting's a big enough name. To be on to uh, for, based on his WWE stuff. Okay, we're doing, based, we're doing it based on WCW Sting. I understand that. I, like, I understand legacy Sting, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I I, I can I can kind of understand it. I mean, part of me is just, and and again, this is me coming at a completely different angle from you guys as well. I've. <laughs> I I could care less about having an Undertaker match on this show, realistically, in terms of just general generality. So if we're going to put him against, because I I just feel like I'm going to miss out on matches that I would really want to have by nah, by well, not having uh, by by ha- having to put put aside one singles match for the Undertaker. No, nah, I'm very curious there. What? brings you to that mindset is it just i've like, never been i've never i've no, i say never but like i'm not a huge fan of the undertaker well i think a, his 07 08 run was definitely yeah like, but he he's also in my mind he's the catalyst for spooky wrestling bullshit 
in the sense that he's why he's why we have a fiend. He's why we have the stuff that ended up happening with like Papa Shango and stuff like that. He's not. I mean, that he was kind of of that same era and stuff like that. But that to me is like that stuff has continued and persisted because of the Undertaker. Whereas I like wrestling to be, you know, sports orientated. Yeah, like Callum's card would be more so you would you would find more of a spot well, for the yeah. like the Steiner brothers against American Alpha than you would an Undertaker I gimmicky match. I definitely have that match in my mind. I but I but, I would look uh, at that and go if that was on the card and there was no Undertaker thing, I'd be like, it's the all time WrestleMania. Oh yeah, you gotta I, I, have I know it, like, I know he has to thing. have it and stuff like that, and that's why. But that's why I'm not super invested in this discussion just because. Yeah. Well, like, but, you got you got you guys can lead this part of it absolutely, and I do agree that Undertaker needs to have a singles match WrestleMania. I'm just not invested in it because I don't care about seeing the Undertaker have a singles match. I mean, well, I that's, think that that's I think that that's fair, but I also just wanted to like have that. Discussion yeah, have the discussion. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and I understand. It's just Undertaker only got good to me when he started having good matches. When it was like Ministry Undertaker or like especially uh, Dead Man Incorporated, Big Evil Undertaker, which is like the worst iteration of Undertaker. <laughs> go go listen to a Paul Heyman SmackDown podcast in the archives. We talk about that a Definitely. lot. Yeah. And it's, and it's just, yeah, it's just, I think he, when he has good matches against other good workers, then it's great. It's just a case of. It doesn't happen a lot. We, don't, we, we have a lot towards the end of his career, so it's kind of like end end game Undertaker. It, it is weird that with a guy like the Undertaker who has been around from the Hogan era on through the Austin era, when I think of like what's your what Undertaker are you putting in the ring? It's probably the one at the back end of his career. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not. I'm not thinking '94 Undertaker. I'm thinking WrestleMania 25 kind of Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, th- like, I'm thinking basically any Undertaker post, like, his match with Kurt Angle at No Way Out 2006 is probably where I started. Okay, now I'm into The Undertaker because he can work. Yeah. Well, he's actually, I'd say, I'd say he can work, he could obviously work, but he's having consistently good matches now. That's, yeah, and that's so interesting to me, because anybody else in this card, like, if you say, what's your Shawn Michaels? Is it 97 or is it 2010? You're probably going to say 97, but... With Undertaker, it's like, nah, I'd rather him at the back end of his career. So why don't we try to take it into this account? Uh, since Callum's point of view is, ah, we don't need the Undertaker type of thing, and the Sting thing is not a whatever. If we combine those two, that means that we not only get that type of match that pretty much people would be like, that's kind of crazy, you didn't do it. But it's also that that symbolizes that style and leaves open the discussion for other people to be in one of the more athletic type matches. And then we can kind of make sure that there's a balance because then oh, there's like, yeah. there's like, all right. Yeah. And not that we wouldn't do it anyway, but like, all right, we know that we've got the gimmicky match. Cause that could be, we can tweak stuff too. Like we could just be like, and that's a casket match or something. We can add some elements to this down the line, but where do we put the titles? That kind of deal. But we could also be like, all right, we know we got the gimmicky thing. Let's try to figure out, the counterbalance of that for some other different types of styles. Like, and that Undertaker Sting was on my mock draft card. Something that I'm still hinging on that I think is kind of a counterbalance to that or whatever that was pitched from Callum's card. I would totally be on board with Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. I think that's the match we do. Like, there are so many people that we can pair off that are in that range 
of like uh let me move joe and walter we, we're not getting rid of them on there they're still on here that that's why they were in blue um angle brian there's there's great performers between uh styles perfect um yeah dean malenko although we probably would go more so in the cruiserweight range when it comes to him maybe if we have the ability to do that uh you know, Jericho's a great worker, like that kind of deal. But I think kind of fundamentally, if we're going, uh, and there's Shawn Michaels too, um, Angle Bryan, it's hard to kind of go against that unless you start pitching in, but what about Brett? I don't say Brett Hart. Well, 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 yeah. See, even though that's the match that I put together, that's only because I couldn't do Kurt Angle versus Brett Hart. Now, the tough thing about that is if you take Brett out of the Heart Foundation, you do take out the potential of a Heart Foundation match with the leader. But if you keep the Heart Foundation together, who do you put the Heart Foundation up against? Now, I will spoil this. Rob and I were kind of uh, talking out of our ass after we recorded, and we ended up uh, spitballing this idea. And it's something that, I don't think that we'll probably end up going with based off of the way that this card's laying out, but it is something to think about. You've got Roman Reigns in the shield here, but you can do Roman, the Usos, and I forget who it was. It was uh, like Umaga, Yokozuna. Umaga and Yokozuna were the other two, yeah. You could do the bloodline like that against the Heart Foundation. Where it's um, let's see it. Uh, put this up on the screen. Where it's this pairing. Like I fundamentally don't think we could just because like that's your. It seems kind of odd to me. You're taking out a lot there to get right. that in there, but that's a fun idea, and that's just one of those things that you like. You spitball when you're talking about fun ideas and i kind of look at it as like it doesn't 100 percent balance out because it's like roman and brett would be the leaders you got like umaga and yoko which one of those could balance out to bulldog but the other one doesn't balance out to owen because owen's just like not a huge powerhouse and then the usos kind of balance out to night i guess you kind of balance umaga and Nightheart, yoko and bulldog Pillman and Owen with the Usos. It's something to think about, but I am more interested in Brett in a singles match than I am in him in a Heart Foundation match. And if we're getting Brett in a singles match, Brett against anybody, my options would be Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle, most likely. Well, it's the interesting thing is that I would, I would really like to see, obviously, Kurt Angle against Bret Hart, or Daniel Bryan against Bret Hart, or obviously Kurt Angle against Daniel Bryan. They all seem like the perfect free combination, and I don't want to put it in a triple threat because that feel like that dilutes yeah. it. Yeah, it has to be singles, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think that Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan would be the more exciting match because Bret Hart's style is a lot more cerebral and a lot more considered in his approach. I think that Daniel Bryan Kangle are more at liberty to just throw caution to the wind more often. And so that would make the match more dynamic. 
So here's a thought. What about Brett, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan? Not Brett Jericho. Sorry. I like Jericho. Not that much. Brett's very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and, and Tony will shoot it down. Maybe Calum will listen. I think uh Kurt or Brian could have fun with the Bruno. Yeah, I'm certainly gonna rule out a Bruno singles match. <laughs> um I'm kind of not sold on I, I'd rather see that I'd rather see those two against each other rather than <laughs> rather than I guess saddle one of them with the task of building the Bruno matchup. I mean, fair um, enough. I just thought I'd spitball out there. I mean, I'm kind of interested in the idea of uh, Brett against Jericho could be interesting. Brett against Styles. Oh, that was Styles too. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. Um, Brett against Joe or Punk or someone of that kind of build and that uh, that more wrestling orientated style would probably be. The right fit. I mean, the idea of Brett, Brett can just wrestle pretty much anybody realistically and make Brett it good. Brett could wrestle a broom, and we've got some on this card, and he could still have it, you know, be good. I'm, I would be almost interested in the idea of Brett John Cena. Brett Cena's uh, interesting, yeah. too, because... I, I did that match. Go me. Yeah, just because he's, like, the pure wrestling guy, and Cena is one of the people that really typifies sport entertainment. Obviously he can work. He can have really good matches. But I feel like Brett could really hone in on the fact that Cena doesn't really know what he's doing and he's clumsy and all that other stuff. And I mean if anybody's gonna get John Cena to have that great match, it's Brett's in that camp. Yeah. Like uh we've seen Cena versus Styles is great. We've seen Cena work well with Shawn Michaels. Like if you put Cena against somebody who knows what they're doing like that, it's gonna be a much better match than if it's like Cena versus even though it's something to think about, Cena versus Hogan is not gonna be a good match. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's kind of the way that I'm now starting to picture it in my mind, like actually having Daniel Bryan just being an absolute balls to the wall, throwing each other all over the place kind of that style of wrestling combined with just completely unbelievable like throws and dives and strikes and all that other stuff whereas we could use brett as a means to elevate somebody who's not exactly the top of the line worker but has a lot of star power whether that is a cena or whether that's hogan or we never or really got to see failed. prime rock against bret hart no, but then again, where I'm do you guys sure stand on? Uh, to me, Brett ideally is babyface. I, I I liked his stuff as a heel in the Heart Foundation. Yes, but, but I think you probably got babyface in a single here. Yeah. And um, then if you put like Brett, if you put like Brett and Kurt, Kurt's the heel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you do Brett and Brian, I think Brett's the heel. Yeah, you'd have to do that, I think. No, I think Brian would be. And then if you Why? did like Brett Cena, I think Cena's the de facto heel. Like he's well, not heel, but he's the people gonna boo him. That kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can't really 
you would have to do like baby face, baby facing, but just in a different dynamic. Um, because I don't think that do like any- Brett versus Cena should be the military saluting guy against the anti-American Canadian. I don't think that that works as well as like Brett being like, I'm going to beat you in a wrestling match. And John Cena being like, LOL, I'll just get up <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I think the way we haven't obviously gone into stories or anything like that, but the way that'd be presented is you could do it that way. Like where it's, you know, anti-American Brett and super American Cena, but the fans would take it in the other way completely where it's mm. the good wrestler and the LL I'll just kick out. Like, and I'd argue to say that if we were to put like angle, Brian, Brett, Cena on the card, Brett, Cena should be one of the championship matches. Angle, Brian could mm. be just a regular match or it could be like the intercontinental. I could see that being more so than like Brett and Cena being just a singles match. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I get, and again, this speaks to my error and stuff like that, and how I just kind of view all wrestling. I don't think Bret Hart's big enough to be the world champion of an Ultimate roster. I would say I Cena lean towards some other people too, but if that's going to be on there, I mean, it depends on what we did with Austin. It depends on what we do with no, The Rock. You know that kind of deal. Hold on, important distinction here. You're not the kind of guy who would put him with the television title, though, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not WCW. Okay, just we had to clarify <laughs> these things. <laughs> but like, he's a like to me. If you if you're looking at the quote unquote ultimate roster, and I, I'd say this like he's on the same level as Shawn Michaels, and I think that in, in an ultimate roster, that's in a Continental title level. Now, my issue with you saying that is you did say when Tony booked this card that you were fine with Perfect being in the world title match. I think Perfect's... Uh, I think Perfect, if he would have been booked correctly, would be a bigger deal than Joel Michaels and Brett Hart. Here's a thought. Heel Bret Hart versus John Cena in a United States title match. Yeah, I could see that. Where... It's the, the American and the US Canadian style. thing. And Bret Hart either wins the belt or he retains the title because he is really good at winning matches by being sneaky. And he can out-wrestle John Cena. So it's like Cena's the one that's like, you know, I'm going to either win back the championship for America or I'm going in as the champion and I'm fighting for that. And Bret's like, dude, I can roll you up and that kind of deal. That, um, could, be, that could be fun. And the fans... Yeah are just going to enjoy it. They're going to boo Cena probably no matter what. And some people are going to chant USA no matter what. I think and then that opens on the idea that opens up the room for, you know, like an Austin or a, a you know, whatever to be the world championship matches. Mm. Yeah. I think that could work. Confident enough to maybe put that down in that, in that pile. And now we could obviously we're, we could change things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that for now. I would. Oh, Brett's not in the women's and... division. Uh, <laughs> women. Let's go, Brett. Uh, Art. John Cena. I'll use this for notes. This should not be in the women's division either. Um, United States. And are we... At least for now, 
comfortable with a uh, Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan on the card, which may or may not be like Intercontinental. Yeah, that's I say. Sign off on that, Rob. Yeah, that was that was one of the ones that I thought would be the easiest to book. Okay, so I'll take those out. Uh, do I have them on the side thing here? Uh, I, I got rid of Cena and stuff like that, so I, I think you've okay. got rid of Angle and Daniel Bryan already. So, so then let's knock out. Uh, I'm, I'll do the strike through for Bret Hart here, just in case we end up going back to the Hart Foundation idea, just to not lose track of that. Um, if that's the case, I, I can't imagine that we're going to end up doing the bloodline. Oh, no, definitely with not. That. Oh, no. So I'll that, just that, take them so out. Like, that was just kind of one of those, like, eh, yeah, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's see what happens. Got to deal um, like we're we're spitballing ideas, and you go, "Hey, let's do that." Who do you put with the Hard Foundation? Well, you put them with the Smolens because family, family, right? You know, the family dynasty, Ken's family dynasty, kind of thing. If we are talking about some of those things, uh, well, let's you know before we pitch over to another one of those kind of deals. Um, how are we thinking about Brock? Because Brock Walter, I do think, could be a hell of a just, let's see how they beat the living shit out of each other types of things. Mm, right. Brock, the ones in my Brock range were, where is Brock on my list? Oh, I didn't do that shit. I thought that I did. So uh, looking at this group that we have on the left, and then looking at the people that are in that tag team division that are still options. I mean, I, we're not going to go like, and the Brock match is Brock against Ricky Morton. You know, of course it's not, but the Brock matches, I think that stand out to me the most are Brock and Walter, as we mentioned, Brock and I guess you could argue Andre, but I don't think that that's going to be great. We've already seen like Brock Goldberg, Brock Roman, that kind of deal. Uh, as much as I like Bam Bam, he's not a big enough one for Brock. I don't want to see Brock against The Rock again. We never got to see Brock against Stone Cold, but I don't know. That's kind of. Do you think the matches are really going to be all that great? There's Brock and Vader. So I'm kind of in the range of. Uh, I personally, I would lean Vader and Walter because we've already seen Samoa Joe. We never got to see like the best version of that that I think could have worked. Brock and Joe, if they could have had Joe at his like the peak that you can get Joe, probably would have been the one that I would have pitched more, but we've seen it. I'd go Brock Walter if we were to do that. Yeah. See, I would I'd definitely be cool with either of those two matches. I feel like they would work, but my mind then turns to recent Brock Lesnar and who recent Brock Lesnar has had his best matches against, which are and Daniel, Bryan, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins to a degree. Like he does really work well with smaller wrestlers. So then, so, well, that's there are some people argue. on this list that are in that range. Yeah, well, that's why my argument would not Jericho. I, don't, I think Jericho. I think 
they probably could have linked towards that, even though you could do the, the whole storyline built around the fact that apparently Jericho beat Brock Lesnar right backstage, but that's the uh, another hand there. We've already seen Styles, we've already seen Punk, we've already seen Guerrero, we've already seen Mysterio. Perfect's too big. And it's not and we're not hosting WrestleMania on a plane. So we're not gonna <laughs> We haven't really seen Ricochet, but we have. But it's, no. I think Riddle would be interesting. I mean the the Riddle things there's a history there, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but then my mind goes to Michaels. So this is where I was saying, let's go backtrack because here's a pitch I wanted to bring up because Michaels Brock was something I was also thinking of. But what about this idea? Uh, I, I guess the, the way to pitch it is kind of DX versus nwo but not really it's the kind of this sort of thing here's what i'm thinking uh i got a feeling rob might be okay with it and Callum might be like absolutely not well i I think i know where you're going and i gotta tell you with the way this card is shaping up maybe not so Shawn michaels and triple h versus razor ramon and diesel with x Pac as the special guest referee i think (laughs) that is a great attraction match and i don't think anybody can argue that point but when we're trying to see a best opponent for a Brock Lesnar and you mentioned a guy like Shawn Michaels then I think that that changes the game kind of changes priorities yeah because yeah you're looking at oh Michaels Lesnar would be a lot of fun you know I think maybe you should do something like that maybe Hall and Nash don't get on the card. Now, hear me out. If we want to do Tony's idea of DX uh, outsiders, Brock Lesnar, Randy Savage. Like 88 Randy Savage. Like, I think. That's another option, too, yeah. Be, it'd be really fun. Randy could work around the monster, and Randy's good. Randy's one of the best. There's also. Uh... I, I mean, fundamentally, the match probably doesn't make as much sense, but in right, in the realm of this is our roster, and of course, they're going to have matches that are beyond this, at some point, I'm going to be interested as all hell to see Brock Lesnar against Mick Foley. Just to see oh. how the hell it fucking happens, oh. you know what I mean? Oh, God, but I can't see Brock that being on this thing. card particular, but it, Brock just... You get Mick Foley when he's healthier, and he he's willing to do whatever you know like that's but i i would go more for mcfoley being in some other kind of a gimmicky match or something like that but brock and savage it's another thing brock and sean ah there's options here brock sean brock savage brock walter uh brock lobster (laughs) what do you think i want to say well my choice for brock is either him against walter or him against michaels Kind of just yeah, blows down to those two. You don't like the savage idea? I don't think their styles would match. Fair enough. I would sign off on the Shawn Michaels one, actually, which is wild because I thought for sure Michaels would either be against Brian or he would get the DX treatment. But I like him against Brock, like a prime Michaels against a modern Brock. I do really like that idea. 
and I would obviously just by personal preference, I'd rather Shawn Michaels get on the card than Walter if we needed to. But then again, that doesn't rule off uh, Walter being in some kind of a Walter Undertaker. Then I don't want to roll that over the Sting thing. Plus, there's other options we could still be playing around with with Walter. And Walter to me is not as all time as some of the other names do. So no, like it was pretty modern. Yeah, fundamentally to me, like if Walter didn't do that, it'd be like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe in the future we revisit that or whatever. But I'd, I'd be okay with going with the uh, the Brock and Sean thing and putting that off on the side. If you guys are now, now it does. Now there is a lot of options with we were just talking about the uh, Brock Lesnar stuff as well. But there is part of me that wants to see either Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles or Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero. Right, those are some good. Uh, let's talk about the Michaels options. So. Michael's, balance, Michael's literally is his options are endless pretty much because you could do to anyone that he's never fought before you could do Michael's Owens you could do Michael's in like that DX kind of scenario you could do Michael's Adam Cole although I think that that's kind of low on the priority list you could do prime Ric Flair against Shawn Michaels which is a you different type Rollins. of match than uh Reigns you could do Rollins, you could do Reigns, you could do Michaels Punk. versus The Rock, which we didn't get to see. Yeah. Michaels versus Punk. Savage. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, Mr. Perfect, CM Punk, AJ Styles, Eddie Guerrero. Keith Lee. I mean, blow on the list, it's, sure, but still. It's like Michaels versus insert. Yeah, Michaels yeah, much, yeah. has the options. Michaels would have a good match with Goldberg. He, he could figure out a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you could do Michaels. I'd love right. to see Michaels versus Jake Roberts with the way that mm. how they plan around that. I'd like Michaels, to see. Ray, um, yeah, there's I have Michaels against Ray. Yeah, well, we have. That's true. Um, yeah. Michaels against Finn Balor would be really good. You could do. Oh God, another thing too. You could do arrogant son of a bitch, 1995 Shawn Michaels against Matt Riddle. Mm. You can do, really, Michael's Wyatt, even. Michael's could get a really good match at a Wyatt and tell a really good story. Michael's Piper. Uh, I think they did that, didn't they? I like Primes and stuff. Um, Michael's Steamboat, if we're talking about Primes. Yeah, the, the thing about Michael is that he can have a great match with pretty much anybody. The question is, do we put him with Lesnar... Or do we, we do put have him the option somebody of water, else? Or do we put him into someone else trying to have the greatest match possible, which I would say is a toss-up between Guerrero and Styles. I'd lean a little bit more towards Styles between those two. But the Guerrero thing is, that could be a damn good match. I think, ultimately, I'd say Brock is probably the best mesh of both the story and the work. But if I had to choose between, like, if we're just making the best match possible, he's fighting AJ. I think I'd lean Brock, Walter, Sean, AJ in the sense that if it's Brock and Sean, the match might be a little bit too much of Brock's just beating the shit out of Sean. Yeah. Kind of, because even still, like, with Brock and Brian, Brock and Styles, and it still ended up being Brock as the really dominant guy. Matches. Right. Yeah, they still been short matches. They've been very explosive matches, so that'd be good as well. But Shawn Michaels could do 
You could do an well, Iron Man match if... with AJ Styles. We're not going to play. Well, I, I, mean, I don't want him to ever do an Iron Man match ever, ever again after the Brett one. But, but uh... like, you can give him, you know, sixty oh, yeah, minutes, should, and they'd figure going... it out. Like, yeah, yeah, but you should be. Brock and Michaels can go twenty minutes, do some of the signature Lesnar spots, while See, I also. Don't... I don't think you can go 20 minutes. I think the only guy of Michaels' size that can go 20 minutes with Lesnar is Angle. I think Michaels can do it. I think it's unrealistic at that point. I know it's the idea of, like, oh, suspension of disbelief and everything like that, but I think Michaels is too... is not that type of endurance. Well, he's, he's endurance, but, like, he's not that type of surviving multiple German suplexes constantly. Type thing. It would get to a point of almost parody, I feel like. Because he is a smaller competitor, and it is the type of thing where... And he doesn't have the inbuilt amateur wrestling background that someone like a Kurt yeah. Angle has to go up against Lesnar. Yeah. So that's I, why I, I would lean more towards the Walter idea. If you were to do that match, it would be more of like, Michaels is avoiding German suplexes, and working the match around, he's fighting his way out of it. And then once the barrage starts, you know that's the climax of the match and it's all downhill from here you know because we're working towards the finish which makes me go more towards aj because aj and sean can just kind of do a wide variety of stuff instead of it's michael's fighting from underneath and then with yeah, brock back and forth. brock and walter then it's like the explosive style these like. two go at it like two grizzlies yeah I, i'm and it's I, short I'm, kind of the yeah old. i'm super excited by that match like, I, I know those I, two matches really yeah yeah i think i think a combination i feel like they pr- present the best versions of all the people involved i'm cool with <laughs> putting them over there if you guys are yeah i am yeah let's have a fun one here because all-time cards expose certain people because you don't know who to put them with i don't know where triple h goes that's tough i don't know either because i can't look at anybody on here and go, well, that's a match that I definitely would need to see is Triple H versus whatever in a singles capacity. That's why I had leaned more towards that DX type of thing. Well, he could... Arguably, he's the actual leader of DX when DX became a proper stable. That is true. Because Michaels went when before X-Pac, Billy Gunn and Road Dog came on board. We could great. always lean towards Triple H, X-Pac, Billy Gunn, and Road Dogg in a four-on-four against four. And then I'm going to say the Undisputed Era. Ooh. And then I, I honestly, I think that might be the way to go. Who's the babyface in that dynamic? DX, obviously. DX, yeah. Undisputed Era mm-hmm. are the jerks that people are still going to cheer for because people are going to just cheer for everybody in the match kind of thing. But I think that you get like... Billy Gunn and Road Dog, against more more Red so Dragon. more so Road Dog is like, well, I, I'd put it this way: if you did that, DX is able to make fun of the Undisputed Era, and people are gonna pop for it. But yeah, you get Red Dragon against Gunn and Road Dog. Obviously, Road Dog's <laughs> coming up short on in the ring in comparison, and you get like Roderick Strong paired up with X Pac, and you get Adam Cole with Triple H. I like it. I, I think that's the way to go because if you want Triple H as a single, I look up and down this list and I go, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it. Yep. I'm not putting him against. I, I mean, like there are names I'd put him against, like a Terry Funk, but I don't know if that's like an all-time card thing, you know? 
The only thing I can see on this list that I would be interested in on par with that a disputed error idea is to go back to something that we've talked about before, which was the Triple H versus Randy Savage, where you've got Miss Elizabeth and Stephanie McMahon in there. And, and I think ultimately the undisputed everything makes more sense. And yeah, because we're literally basing that off of like one of wrestling wild rumors. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like, and they probably wouldn't want to do it. You know what I mean? Because it's based off of that. Like, because like I I wouldn't. Other than that one on one, maybe Ray. Ray Mysterio. Even that, I don't know if nah. I can put that in like an all time thing. I'm pretty sure we've seen it. Yeah. Dunk I mean, they, the two of them. Well, basically, in the, inter- well, the, basically Rumble the entire 2006 Royal Rumble, yeah. yeah. So. I like the um, idea of putting Undisputed Era versus DX in there. And obviously, of course, we're trying to figure out the number of matches and stuff, too. Like, we were currently at 10. We only have 10 matches left. But yeah. I like that. Um, I'm not super keen. And that's and that's primarily because I I don't like Gun and Road Dog being in it. What would you do? Would you lean more towards click? I do the click. Do the click. I could be yeah. I'm down with potentially even the click I think on that. Diesel's the worst worker out of the bunch of them. He's a bigger name than Billy Gun and Road Dog. And Razor and Run's better work is a better worker. I feel like because I feel like putting Gun and Road Dog in and trying to get Road Dog in particular to work with Strong and O'Reilly and Fish and Cole is going to be a massive culture clash of like a guy like trying to do you know humping the back of them and stuff like that and just like he'd be thing... the guy sell- he'd be the guy selling for basically the entirety of the match because he can't do anything otherwise. The only thing with that that I see being an issue is the undisputed era is vastly outnumbered at that point then because they've got. Razor, Diesel, and Triple H are f- much bigger people. Mm. Undisputed Era look like a couple of little teenagers in comparison. I mean, but then Billy Gunn's fucking huge. Yeah, well, they're they're so. all they're all going to be bigger than the Undisputed Era members. The only well, one that's is is of their size is X Park. So, huh? So it's whether you feel like. That's a real issue is the fact that Undisputed Era are a bunch of small indie guys. So looking at the way that some of these things are, I can't honestly say that there's another spot for the New Age Outlaws. I love the New Age Outlaws, but I'm not going to prioritize them in a tag team title match over New Day, Hardy Boys, DIY, Revival, Dudley Boys, Usos, like... We're not going to go the gun, a dog match kind of scenario like that. So if we potentially were like, okay, well, let's try to put them in there. The other argument would be, well, then is there some kind of spot for Razor and Diesel? Or is this really the only spot we can get them on the card? There is the idea of the Outsiders and Hogan. But then again, mm. who do you pair them with? Do you do the Outsiders and Hogan against Shield? Uh, maybe. Ooh. Ooh. But that's not there. I mean, that's the best fit. I yeah, think. and that's the best way. Because WWE hires the Shield to fight against the NWO. Mm. 
Roman Reigns pairing off with Hogan. I don't think it's the best match, but it, but it, I don't think it needs to be in that in that scenario. Because <clears throat> then, also, I, what do you do with the Shield? Other than you know, how about how about we write this down? How about we write down DX Undisputed Shield NWO, and we get down to the idea that we might end up having to cut something like that based off of just the amount of matches. Because we do want to get some other types of styles of matches too. Mm. And we are missing some major things. One thing we are missing is something around tag that team. tag team division, like a legit tag team thing. And we've got Revival, we got Usos, we got The Bar, we got American Alpha, we got Street Profits, we got LOD, we got... What are you guys thinking? Mm. Not sure at the moment. Um, well, we need to we need to prioritize getting Rock, Austin, and Savage on the card in some f- fashion. So they get that's likely to be some sort of main event associated with them. So hear me out here. We don't have a match listed for the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship left. So I guess let's placeholder this just to be like, let's not forget about that and placeholder some kind of a tag team thing. Because we have the Intercontinental, we have the US. Just to make sure. If we were to do that, it would be... uh, That'd be 15 matches and we would still have five more matches left. So we know we're we're at least in a, a good enough range where we can play around. Um, you want to focus a little bit more on the world title main event, main event kind of matches, or do you want to focus on the tag team? It's up to you guys. Well, I want I want to at least start because we know those guys are going to be on the. They have to be on the card. So we might as well get the Rock, Austin, Savage, those type of people out the way. I mean, fundamentally, I think Rock Savage is the way to go one of those matches and that was the match that I booked on as my main event but I feel like they're the best mesh just for sheer promo power alone what do you think about this potentially because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the names of the people that are left on our big name thing who do you put Austin with that feels like it's main event? What do you think about this? Just to... Just, as, as This is not a triple threat, but this is just the other option. Yeah, that's true. Because that's... I mean, on the list of the people that you can put with Piper, I had on my Piper notes, I had Piper with Foley, Jericho, Austin, The Rock, Punk, Edge, and Ambrose. These were my uh, these were my I paper mean, I mean, options. Yeah. So to I me, mean, Austin was on that list. To me, the options for Austin in my mind are Punk and Piper, as we've got. I'm thinking potentially perfect. I'm also looking at uh, Goldberg, just for the sake of like that's the that was the dream match of the Attitude Era. Almost in many people's eyes, and then potentially, potentially just Hogan for the 
the Hogan value thing again. That's another match that people always like fantasize about like, the two biggest names of their errors and stuff like that. I personally wouldn't want to see it just because I don't think it'd be a particularly good match. So I would go Austin Hogan over Austin Goldberg. Oh, yeah, those two probably would be the better one. Well, actually, I think the Goldberg match would actually be better, but you know, it's but at least like, it's like a bigger deal with the Hogan yeah. thing. But out of those ones, I I, I kind of like leaning towards either Punk Piper or Perfect. And I do like and that think... Shield and NWO thing. If we end up potentially keeping that on there, oh, yeah, I do like yeah, that. Yeah, so I that think would... that's the best utilization of all six of those guys. Because Hogan, you can't trust him to have a really good singles match. But if he's this like scoundrel son of a bitch in a six-man tag, and you get the face off of Hogan and Reigns. Yeah. So Are then we... if you do that, you do like Piper Austin or something. Now, like, I love me some Mr. Perfect. And if you tell me that Steve Austin is, you know, uh, glass shatter, the roof just completely explodes popularity, but with his neck the way that he should be, Austin and Perfect could be a damn good match. And I think it'd be a better match than Austin and Piper. But I think that the Austin and Piper feud would be better. I think that, especially to mainstream fans, I think the Austin Piper match is the most attractive proposition. I I think the Punk match would probably be the better one. Like him and Perfect would probably have a better match for Austin and Piper with, but Piper was really good. But Piper is, I think Piper is, in many people's eyes, he is the the greatest heel wrestler. Obviously, the greatest heel of all time is Vincent Mann. But we're not doing Austin Man in this one. But the best, one of the best heel wrestlers in WWE history is Rowdy Roddy Piper. And Austin is the biggest underdog, well, biggest, not underdog, but like the biggest baby face in company history in many people's eyes. So I think it's the most natural fit with those ones, even though we've, a lot of people have spoken about punk in the same vein. I don't feel it's as big as Austin Piper would be. There also is the idea, too, if we were to try to do that, we could do Punk and Piper. We could, but I also like my my Punk Roberts idea as well. From my I, yeah, there's the Punk and Roberts well. thing. I really like that, too. forgot about that. Because I feel it's, like it's a natural fit between them as well. But then again, I don't know whether that's enough to get him on the card. Who, Jake? I don't. I think Austin Punk is the way to go. Or Austin Punk or Piper Punk. What do you do with well, Austin then? In the meantime, oh, if we're if we're hovering around name, these and hovering these. I would do Austin Punk before I did Piper Punk. I just I don't think I think we're being like that's recency bias to go with Punk over Piper. I would lean more towards Piper Austin than Punk Austin, but I think that if you polled people, people would go Punk. But then again, that's recency bias. I'm also, you know, running a Champsgiving tournament at the moment where Austin's probably going to win Best King of the Ring ever, which I disagree with. <laughs> I don't know. At this point, it'll already be done because you guys are hearing this a month later. But you know, to me, Austin is not the best King of the Ring just because he got the promo. And I know that Rob agrees with me on that because we both were yeah. talking about this last night. Maybe we talked about it on the hot tags. Where it was but like... Punk accomplished more title-wise than Piper did, but I think that Piper is a bigger name than Piper Punk. Piper means more. 
Right. But yeah, that's that's kind of my point in that regard. Bill now, Piper is is a mainstream name that people that don't watch wrestling nowadays still recognize. So out of that quartet and the you know fifth option of the Jake Roberts thing, if Punk doesn't go up against Austin and if Punk has a singles match, Punk, I lean more towards it's Punk against Jake. either Jake or Piper. Because well, no, I, think- I I wouldn't go like Punk against Eddie Guerrero, even though that is an option. I wouldn't lean like, towards well, that. Well, what are we thinking about Austin if we don't put up with Piper or Punk? Callum's mentioned perfect. And I mean, my other, the other option is like primary flair. Hold on. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I would never sign off on Perfect Austin. I'm less One. into Perfect Austin than some of the other options. Yeah. I mean, there is there is like Prime Austin against Primary Flair, which would be an interesting way to go. Then that is potentially interesting, especially because we don't really have like a locked in Four Horsemen, and we can't really do Four Horsemen against four more and do another big grouping thing like that we could because you, you got two nights to play with well i think one night you do the the dx one yeah, and one night you do, do the shield one, one. you do the shield potentially I, I still i still think we need to do we need to do some other multi-man style matches oh we probably do for the tag team thing but i mean as far as like like i wouldn't sign no, off I, on I like think, four like horsemen against wyatt family for instance i'd be like mm, nah but flair and austin that is two of the biggest names. That is world title type of caliber. Austin, of course, the babyface, Flair the heel. Got to be like that, right? Yeah. The promos would be great. The match wouldn't be my style. But if we're talking Flair when he's able to wrestle better and Austin when he's able to wrestle better, and we know that Austin and Flair, there is a connection when it comes to like Austin being like, oh, Flair is one of the reasons I'm a wrestler, you know, stunning Steve and everything. I'd be more on Austin Flair than I would Austin Perfect. Definitely on that on that thing. I think now that I've said it out loud, I think Austin Flair is the right choice. So we all at least are in agreement. Austin, Austin Flair over Austin Perfect. Austin Punk and Austin Piper maybe in the mix, but at least Perfect most likely not with Austin. So let's just get rid of that. He's still up on this thing because I still love to get a spot with Perfect on here. Um, so we're gonna get, go Punk Piper. There's the the Roberts thing too, but there's a. Uh, how about we do this? Uh, we know that we're so, somewhere in this range. Why don't we, can we, can we put a little bit of attention Austin to the rock, rock and yeah, the Austin Rock things sorted first before we start just staring out other names? Yeah, is there any <laughs> other alternatives when it comes to Rock Savage? Either for Savage or yeah. Rock. I I honestly don't think so. I think they're the best they're the best fits for each other. I would pitch other people for Savage, but for Rock, I don't think I could. Who are you thinking with uh with Savage? We don't we don't have a McFoley match yet. And I think Randy Savage would be a great opponent for McFoley. I I again I don't feel like Foley's not gonna not be on the card, but I don't think Foley needs to have a singles match. Foley I lean more towards a, a brawling 
hardcore type of thing. I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of... I have an idea for that sort of thing, but we can get to it later on, I think. All right, as long as you have an idea. Like, I'm just looking at some of the names, and just I don't want to skimp out on someone like a Foley, and I just think Savage might be one of the better names left for somebody like him. Like, I'll I'll spoil this. I'll spoil this, like... I'm not personally leading towards we gotta find a spot for Shelton, Terry Funk, Alistair Black, Jeff Jarrett, Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Lashley, uh, Ricky Steamboat, maybe not even. Like, there's a, a bunch of people on this list that I'm like, all right, you know, if it ends up being the case that Batista's not on it, I'm not gonna be, you know, crying the biggest amount of tears. Foley, I do want to make sure that we he, potentially get Foley needs to be on it. We should, Andre needs to be on it. And he needs, like, these three at least have to find a spot. Oh, I'll not. And I'll add Room Steer there, too. So, the idea of Jericho Savage is pretty interesting to me. Not as much as Rock Savage. Like, that's what I said. Like, I can't pick a better name for The Rock. Because fundamentally, that's the, the issue. It's trying to find another person for The Rock. And I don't think that there might be a better option than Savage out of this because we've seen some of these matches already like we've seen rock booker we've seen rock against big show we've seen rock against jericho like that you know that kind of thing it's the only other one that i would think other than potentially savage would be rock against eddie seen that well we saw that yeah and if you haven't you really should because it's good I'd lean more towards Rock and Savage. And I, I think that that could be... You could sell me on that being the WWE or the Universal Championship match for sure. Yep. I'm not going to argue with that. Especially because it was one of the ones that you Well, you literally yeah. booked it, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why they're my first two picks. You know what? Good for us, Callum. We got two so, of our main world title matches on the... All-time card. If we're thinking potentially that, and we're thinking potentially Austin and Flair. Which I, one, I would go Austin Flair. Which one do you put in the WWE? Which one do you put in Universal? I'd go Rock and Savage Universal. Yeah. Austin, Flair, WWE. I don't think so. What about you, Rob? Yeah, I, like, I can't think of a better pairing than that, which is surprising because we did see Austin Flair. We didn't see Prime Flair. But I, I can't think of a better opponent for Steve Austin. And if anybody's going, oh, you don't have Austin Cena, you don't have Austin Hogan, it's like, well, we've got Brett Cena, and we've got Hogan Reigns. In the end of like, There's yeah. multiple, there's not just four people to pair off where it's The Rock against whatever. And even though Randy Savage didn't reach the same exact height as Austin and Hogan did, Randy's right fucking up there. Like Randy is that other guy to uh, Randy to me Hogan. is more identifiable than Hulk Hogan. I was always more of a fan of Randy Savage than Hulk Hogan. Like Randy, even though I, you know, fundamentally I know that Hulk Hogan was the bigger deal. It's like Randy Savage was the one that was main eventing the other shows on the house show tur- uh, circuits. Like if you if you look at modern day culture, I think Randy's more identifiable and The Rock is more identifiable. So I think they're a great fit. So we got this idea of this uh this punk Roberts punk Piper. 
kind of thing. We got uh, that we're trying to figure out something for Foley. We got something that we could try to figure out for Andre. We've got this uh, cruiserweights kind of scenario, and we've got uh, tag teams, and then maybe another tag teams thing. I don't know how many matches we're currently at. We're currently at 14. 14. So we... 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. That would put us in there. Well, that would put us I, in that range. I think we should lean into like a money in the bank sort of thing. Which maybe could take the place of one of these three types of things, depending on how it goes. I wouldn't say like Andre's in money in the bank or Foley's in money in the bank, but maybe instead of doing I'd say Foley's weights, in money in the bank. Huh. Hardcore type match. It is hardcore. That's true. Well, who's the other people on the Money in the Bank? Well, I think that if if I'm looking through the list, I'm looking at Money in the Bank participants. Jericho. How about we uh, we color code some of these? Okay, um, so I'll Jericho, I think, is Money in the Bank. I'd say Foley could be in it. I'd say Rick Rude is a choice, potential. Rude could be a potential for that, yeah. Uh, Eddie. I could see Eddie, potentially. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Joe. Orton. TBLC uh, should be in the match. Did you say? DBRC. Oh, DBRC. If they said WLC, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, wait, yeah, what? There's a good, yeah, there's a good chance for DBRC. Batista's potentially. No, not exactly his style, but he could fit into it. Uh, Steamboat. I could see Steamboat. I could see Ricochet for the flippy guy. Yeah, Rob Van Dam could fit that role as well. I was gonna put I'd put Rob Van Dam over Ricochet. Rob Van Dam's yeah, a bigger deal than Ricochet. Depending sure. on like how many names we're gonna Yeah, I mean if you're going for name value, Ricochet I personally enjoy Ricochet's flips more, but Rob Van Dam is the bigger star, so he would take priority. Rob Van Dam would actually like hurt himself just to have a decent match, so yeah. I could see Booker you, T. Yeah, Booker T Keith Lee maybe. Jake Roberts. Keith Lee uh, possibility. Maybe not Jake. I mean, it depends. If you're going to put Punk in a singles match or not, Punk could be, is obviously a choice for this one as well if you want to. Punk could get a, could be in a single. Let me put uh, I, see, uh, Punk back in here because uh, I don't want to lose track of what uh, didn't yeah, I think, I think we'll, yeah, I think we'll talk about and, a few uh, bits and pieces. But um, I don't think I'd put Piper in there in the Money in the Bank. Yeah. Um, Potentially not. I would say, like, these guys potentially, but probably not as priority. Mm. Uh, I would say... Fundamentally, Jeff Jarrett's not going to make in there, but Jeff Jarrett would be somebody that I'd be like, yeah, maybe, you know, for that. Uh, I wouldn't put Jake in the uh, Money in the Bank. I wouldn't put, like, a big guy like Vader, necessarily. I just can't picture him climbing up the whole thing, you know? Well, Kang's been in multiple ones. Kane's more agile than Vader, at least in that regard. I seen Vader do him insult. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's got his thing, but like, I could see Kane climbing more so. Kind of the same as like, I could see Kane climbing more so than Big Show, you know? Yeah. Big um, Show's been in a few of them, but okay. Drew McIntyre is a guy that I could see potentially in the Money in the Bank. Shelton, obviously. Shelton for his flips and stuff. Um, Bam Bam's an athletic big guy. So here's. But, but, yeah. But realistically, it's just we're looking at like top names. Here's a pitch. Uh, oh, hang on. Just just to add to that as well. 
got Edge and oh, shit, yeah. Jeff Hardy and uh, yeah, I'd say Edge, Jeff Hardy and Cesaro would probably be ones that you'd fit into that as well. Maybe uh, maybe like the members shooters. of the New Day. New Day, I probably no. wouldn't. I, I'd, oh, yeah. I'd want to keep New, the New Day, Day together. Realistically, should have some kind of a tag match. Yeah, um, but and even though like they're not spots, I would think Owen could be a potentially great one. Oh yeah, for that, that would be a good choice. Yeah. Uh, Bulldog as well, maybe. Yeah, but actually, Bulldog too. I forgot about adding Bulldog into that. Um, here's here's a little bit of a pitch. Uh, obviously, we could not pack that many people into a Money no. in the Bank ladder match because that would be insane to have like you know the twenty five people or whatever it is. I would take out a guy like a Ted DiBiase and make him. For me, Ted DiBiase, his highlight is his character. Rather than, I mean, he's obviously it's a great wrestler and everything, but like, if I'm going to utilize him, I'm going to use utilize him as a character more than I am about as a wrestler. I could see him being the guy who's in the segment, but he's not in the match where it's like he's kind of bankrolling the money in the bank, or he's trying to get somebody to win the money in the bank match on his behalf, or something like that. Where I would lean towards him being not one of the names. And getting another one of those people in there. Mm. And yeah. I don't think, of course, that we would have like Ricochet and Neville and Valor or whatever, because it's yeah. like, all right, well, it's just all the flippy guys. Like, it would yeah. be better to have well, a variety. I'm trying to think of um, what's the maximum? The maximum they've done for Money in the Bank is 10. That's <laughs> what we thought, like, we can put 10 people in that match. I think 10's like the maximum, yeah. I think 8's kind of the sweet spot. Yeah, it would be the ideal one. But I don't mind stretching out to ten. Um, or if we if we kind of like bench that a little bit just to like because we do need to put some tag team matches. On <laughs> ah, sorry about the season, everybody. Not going to be able to edit that out because <laughs> we need to think about tag teams as well. I mean, ideally, I would, like what's I would ultimately keep Jeff Hardy into a tag team thing more than putting him as just another one of the ladder match guys. Um, yeah, I mean, it will depend on if we're putting them in a tag team match or not. I'm trying to think who who are we kind of prioritizing as tag teams. Huh. I'd say the Dudley boys are, should be logs. The New Day should probably be in some sort of tag team match. <sighs> yeah. There's um... a mute button, Tony. Uh, when I do the mute thing, it, it ends up making a big noise, and then I have to edit that out too. So it's you're getting one noise or the other one. Sorry, everybody. Um, there is a, I'd say the revival and the Usos could probably be priority ones. The Hardy Boys probably as well. Like Ultimately, maybe. despite the fact that I'm a huge fan of them, like I wouldn't prioritize DIY, for instance, over some of those. Where I wouldn't prioritize street one, profits or, you know. Well, I'm thinking if we are doing something with the cruiserweights, I do like the idea of like some sort of like six pack challenge cruiserweight match or something like that. Like the TNA style thing. So we might put multiple people in there and Gargano and Chumper could fit into that as well if we wanted to go that route. Um, and I'm not opposed to that. LOD could be one that we might want to. Put some folks on, maybe rock and roll as well. But 
Yeah, we can't put all of them in. Days. How do we feel about it? I know we're, we're we're doing a money in the bank sort of deal, but no TLC then. Hmm. Because I would do Dudley's Usos revival, Legion of Doom, and then find a six man match for the New Day. Was it, it was uh Dudley's Usos revival LOD? Yeah. LOD in a TLC match? Yeah, they're gonna fucking slam people through tables and beat them fuck out of them chairs. So I don't think we should have a TLC match and no. a Money in the Bank match. Uh, if we were to have a TLC, I think I would go Usos, Hardys, Dudleys, and either Edge Christian or New Day as just like the big, big tag team kind of deals. So my issue with that is we're trying our hardest to not do things we've done and i think if we have to have one of the tlc3 it's the dudleys because they're the more notable team and then maybe like cal had said putting edge and jeff in the latter match that, well that configuration that you put right there is based it's basically the three yeah. teams that it's the three teams plus the usos the late right 2000s and the two teams that feud with each other constantly in the now. late 2010s true so it's like Yep, just putting them all together in some way. It'd be slightly different, but it's still pretty much the same. I think we need to have at least one, like, straight-up tag team match. Yeah, that's where I'm trying to figure out if that was just, like, all right, two people against two people, it's tag, there's no gimmick. It's just a tag team match. And probably that that would be for the tag team titles. And it... mm. Honestly, the, the one that the one that kind of stands out to me is that one of those could probably be the revival. Revival, yeah, the revival is the one that needs least it out to me. Dudley's to me, I think are are gimmicky. I can't picture them in like a straight up tag team over some of the other ones. This is going to be good, but I feel like if it's my choice to be like a straight up one on one tag team match, it's rival versus the Hardys. All out. Now we did see that. But we didn't really see We did? It. They did a match on, like, Raw or something. That's not really, though. That's why I said, like, we didn't really yeah. see it. Like, it's not like it really played out the way that it should. Um, I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of that, obviously, I'd really like to see. Like, I I'd, would like to see, like, prime rock and roll against the Revival. That's, like, the heels and baby faces thing. Cause that would, but they're kind of, like, obviously similar but different. But they're, like, from the same era. But, obviously, with the baby face and heel dynamics, different. And you'd like, I'd like to see like rival against the Usos or rival against the Steiners. But uh, I would think that we're down to this kind of range for our straight up tag team match, either revival Usos or revival Hardy Boys. I'd go with the Hardys. I just think they're a bigger name. Than the Usos, even though the Usos, I feel like, have been a more consistent, established tag team for a really long time. I just don't think they have the same like drawing power as the Hardys. Hmm. We have room for two tag team matches. Well, yeah, I feel like the other one will be some sort of more multi-team 
thing. Like a car crashy type of thing. Yeah, and that's why I'd kind of also go with the Hardys because, like, because if you're doing some sort of more car crashy thing, you're going to have the Dudley boys in it, and so keep the Hardys away from that. And I would assume that we would need to do the New Day in that multi-team car crashy type of thing. Because the New Day's got to be in here somewhere. Just from priority of being like the best tag team arguably of all time. Huh. That's for us. Hmm. What other teams do you guys think would fit into that type of range? Would that be where the Usos go? Because if the, if we ended up having Hardy Boys versus Revival and we ended up having New Day, Dudleys, and then one or two or whatever other tag teams, Usos kind of have to go in there or else they're not on the card. I'd feel bad if they weren't on the card. If we could avoid it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Because, like, Palmy's saying, like, the Legion Doom should be on it, but, like, I'm not super keen on seeing them in a match. And you probably want to put, like, maybe even the bar on there as well, because it's the issue, especially with in WWE, is the fact that they have, like, two generations of really great, well, three generations of really great tag teams. Like, the late 80s the attitude era and from a couple of years ago and realistically the only ones from a couple, from the modern era are the usos the new day and the bar and diy to an extent but we could do singles for yeah. them yeah and and i mean the design as well if you do that sort of thing yeah. as well but like um i'm not sure hmm. and maybe heart and bulldog as well but like there's Alpha as well, but I'm kind of fine with American Alpha and Street Profits not making the card. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd lean more towards them not making the card. APA not making the card. Steiner's not making the card. Rock mm. and Roll not making the card. Uh, Wyatt Family most likely not making the card. Brainbusters. I did want to try to do something with this Rhodes Family thing, but I don't think it's working. Just based off of the amount of matches that we with have. With the way the, the card is shaping up, yeah, I don't think it's working. I had thought Maybe Rhodes family, Wyatt family. But with the yeah, way it's shaping up, I don't think it's going to happen. Because, like, with Andre. I mean, Andre's match should just be a battle royal. It's a battle royal. Like, it let's be honest, it's a battle a royal. Like, uh, yeah, it'll be a slow and it'll be a slog, but. But you can get like Andre and Big Show standing off in a battle royal, and you get what, the same exact effect, you know? Yeah, I think, like, Andre's match needs to be a multi-person thing where you're doing like lots of different spots around it and these people working around it because yeah andre big show would be a spectacle but then the spectacle would wear off into a the, into nobody a, would want to see get, a five get this over. yeah get, so, like, get yeah can we get this over with please so let's uh let's do this then um battle royal for the men We'll kind of revisit these tag teams a little bit because we'll see. Well, we're not going to do the battle royal now because the battle royal is going to be just be everybody that's left. It's well, just going to be leftovers. Well, we could move some people that we know are not going to go anywhere else. Okay. Like, well, well, so Andre's like we we know that Andre's going in there. We know that Big Show's going. In. We're not putting Big Show anywhere else. We Bruno, know that like, Bruno's going in that. Most likely Bruno. 
I would think Umaga. Yeah. Bobby. I would think uh Vader and Yoko. Uh Bobby Lashley. Uh maybe Kane. Goldberg. Maybe just go straight up like kind of big man buffet ish, yeah. you know. Well uh, yeah, it would just be like Powerhouse Kane going that. I would think Braun if we wanted to potentially have like if we yeah. did have the room, the roads. All members of the that. White family are gonna go in there. But like most likely the Wyatts would go in there and mostly it'd be probably like almost everybody, but bam, bam, most likely if he wouldn't be in the money in the bank type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess I'll just move him over and I'll make him green just in case we wanted to put him in there. But I think that we had an, enough other people that we probably wouldn't end up putting him there, especially over somebody like a Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe potentially in there, Batista potentially in there, that kind of deal. Um, you know, Keith Lee, because uh, really, I mean, if you want to have a battle royal of like the biggest battle royal ever, just going by these names, these are some of the biggest guys. Mm. And that could even be the gimmick of it without including like, you know, Bob Ackland in there. But it just being like, all right, these guys are like the juggernaut battle royal type of thing or something. I don't know what you would call it. Um. Just to get some of those out of the way, just to kind of do that. I'd say, I'd say, I'd say uh, well, yeah, we'll get, we can talk about some others that might go in that later on. But, um, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sold on Hardys and Revival is one of those, like the straight up one on one tag team match. I'm good with that. And then the other one is kind of, we're hovering in this. Yeah. I would say. Might as well get rid of of these things because we're we've talked more about these tag teams than the other ones on this list i mean that's kind of like the four tag teams that you'd kind of expect and do like a fatal four-way yeah like a four way elimination like yeah elimination tag team turmoil sort of deal like that wouldn't be a ladder match but it would be something maybe it's just four corners well, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely go with like all guys out there at once. Like, I wouldn't do some sort of gauntlet or anything like that. Because if you do have all people at once, you can pair off some people here and there. Mm. If you do a gauntlet, you're going to just get three short matches, and then you go, all right, it's like Dudley's and Usos, and then like Usos win, and then you go Usos New Day. Well, we've seen it already. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of deal. I, I mean, realistically, we've seen Dudley's Usos and Dudley's New Day as well. And Dudley's LOD, yeah. Did they ever fight the LOD? I don't, I don't think they kind of... LOD had been phased out by the time Dudley's arrived on the scene. Because I remember when there was one episode of Raw where LOD did challenge for the tag titles, but I don't remember. No, that was it. against uh, that was against uh, Kane and Rob Van Dam. Ah, that would have been a prime spot for Dudley's, but there you go. Uh, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say those four are probably the standout ones. So, just uh, make sure we don't lose track of that. Have... So, 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 so yeah, I say I fail for all of those ones. Deadly Boys, Usos, New Day. LOD. The only reason I'm typing LOD instead of Road Warriors is because it's shorter. Because <laughs> it's Road Warriors. More so than Legion of Doom. Um, 
people to do them. There you go. Um, Andre Battle Royal covers a bunch of names on there. Uh, this would be this the money in the money bank, the bank yeah. type of thing. And then we've got potentially cruiserweights and uh, a Foley match. And that means we wouldn't have CM Punk versus Jake Roberts, which we didn't factor into the card. But that would probably be the only other singles match that we would, unless we did something with Eddie, I would think, right? Yeah. Because I don't think we're going to get another big man type of match with any of these guys against any smaller guys or against any other big men that's going to rival, like, Brock and Walter for, like, the big two people clashing. So it's either we do an Eddie match, a Punk match... Well, I think Piper needs single match is the, is the big priority. Oh, that's right, the Piper thing too. Fuck. Well, Piper yeah. and Jericho, realistically, but it's whether we put Jericho in the Money in the Bank or not. But like, I'm giving Piper and Jericho. But I'm trying to think. Let's let's sort out what the cruiserweight match is going to be because that's going to be let's say let's say we're doing the six pack challenge thing. I feel like that's the that's probably the most solid idea we can do. Yeah, and I feel like we shouldn't we shouldn't go any further than six. Um, Ray's obviously a log for that. So cruiserweights, yeah, I think that Ray has to go into that. Yeah. Um, I think Dean Malenko I, is a real I'd, solid. I'd go with Dean. Yeah, because he's just a different type of style. Yeah, I'd say that we're looking at maybe Ricochet doesn't necessarily, but putting him, I'm going to move like the possible names over yeah. there. Yeah. All right. Um, so Neville and Finn Balor should uh, are options for that. Neville and Balor, yeah. uh, obviously not. You know, Booker T doesn't fit. Um, yeah. Robin Lang could potentially fit, but it depends on what your scale is, I guess. I'd lean more towards the Gargano well, and Ciampa. He kept trying oh, to yeah. get Dolph Ziggler in a cruiserweight match, so I don't think he knows what his scale is. He's not getting on the card. Ziggler's realistically <laughs> not getting on the card. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chad Gable, maybe. But he's probably not going to make it either. Oh, there's, there's Gable, because American Alpha's not getting on the card at this point with the tag teams. Um, Xavier Woods, maybe. No, he's in the, you're not the, the New Day him. match, I think. Well, he's not going to be in the New Day match. He's not going to wrestle in the match, but I mean, like, he's yeah. he's out there for the match. I don't think we need to have him pop up twice. Mm. Sucks for Xavier, but, like, you know, not everybody's going to get on this card. Pillman? Uh, eh, no, I'd lean less against Cruiserweights for Pillman. Um, Rick Steiner? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Imagine that. Um Ah, let's get rid of Usos and Dudley Boys here just to clean things up a little bit. Obviously, the bar is not in that mix. Uh, how many people we have right here? That's eight. Yeah, so if we just cut out ah, two, let me get rid of um, DX because they I'm are sure. already in that. Joe can go as well. I'm on speed error. That's right. I'm speed error. Move up Heart Foundation. Didn't want to move up that much. Okay. Um, idea gone as well. I'm going to move them. And I'll move these guys over too, because they do just kind of de facto become singles people. And let's move these up. Okay, took care of that. Um, move rock and roll over here. Uh, look at this, making it all clean. Uh, get rid of Hogan. Um, I'm fly. We're at eight here. And then, are there any other cruiserweights on this list? 
Uh, Zang, maybe. Oh, Pete Dunn. Yeah. I totally forgot about Pete Dunn. Zang would fit into that bracket as well, probably. So at least we're all in agreement. Put Sammy Zang in the crazy wise thing. <laughs> we're all in agreement with these two, definitely. Right? Yeah, those two, definitely. Rob Van Dam, of course, was something that we were talking about. Uh, bring him over there. Yeah, but... Yeah, we're doing, we're doing, I, we're doing a six-pack, right? For the cruiser. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. six. And I would lean more towards Rob Van Dam and the Money in the Bank than the Cruiser. So, uh, He's potential, so, yeah. Ray and Dean, obviously. I'd say Gargano should be a priority for that one. I would be totally signed off on that. I would say Ricochet should be. And then those three. Uh, I, I'd lean more towards Neville and Balor before Ricochet. And then I would either say those three or... I think Sammy's going to be in it. How much does Sammy weigh? Sammy, Sammy's not going to get into the Money in the Bank match, and Sammy should be in a match on WrestleMania. Over, based on his star power over those, especially over Neville and Ricochet in particular. I'm laughing at Tony asking, how much does this guy weigh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sammy's definitely a cruiserweight, Tony. Don't worry about it. Well, I mean, just... Like, how much does he weigh? Because I don't want to know offhand. 96 kg, so I'm just checking what that is. Uh, Let's see. 212. 212. So, I mean, yeah, technically 12. speaking, he wouldn't be into the uh, the 205, but we're not limited to the 205. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, back, I mean, back, when, uh, back when the Cruiserweight speaking. title was in the, the, uh, like the early 2000s, it was 220 was the limit. Technically oh, speaking, the... Adam Cole is six feet. What's your point? Like... <laughs> Well, no, that's the uh, the actual. Technically speaking, doesn't work when it comes yeah. to that. Also, that's his build. That's that's. I guess that's Sammy's build weight. We don't know. Whether yeah, that's so that's what weight. I'm saying. Like, he's probably actually like 188 or so. And let's I don't think it would take much for Sammy to get down to that that weight either. So let's move Rob Van Dam out of that because yeah. he he wouldn't. Um, I'd, I'd I'd say Sammy's the biggest name out of those. I and think Sammy and Balor are the two biggest names out of those. I think what we get with Pete Dunne, we get with Dean Malenko. Yeah. So I'd put... We need a guy that does flips. We need a a flippy guy. So we need need one of Ricochet or Neville, for sure. I'd I'd lean towards Neville. I think Neville's done more. Fine, then then do Neville. Add Zane. And then I'd even make the argument of maybe Gargano doesn't make the card, you put in Finn Balor. Well, there's five. We can add. There's one five. More. We could add one more. Ah, okay. So, right, I, I mean, Balor is a bigger deal than the other ones. Yeah. Chad Gable ultimately doesn't prioritize as much. Champa, I'd I'd go Gargano or over Champa, and I I hate the idea of Champa not getting on the card, but at the same time, I think Champa is just a different type of style and everything too. So it's really more so it's these six. Ricochet is kind of an outlier. I don't, know if it, make the card. I don't know if it's more so he doesn't make the card, more so you make it seven people. Like no, he just doesn't lucky make seven card. type of thing, or maybe you put him as one of the flippy guys in the money in the bank, but then you've got Shelton, you've got uh, Rob Van Dam. I'm more than fine with some of the names that we've excluded from this card with Ricochet not making the card. What do you think, Al? Oh, Ricochet definitely shouldn't be on the card. Yeah, well, then he just doesn't probably make it. Let's move him back over there. So that's cruiserweights. Yeah, those six. So we have money in the bank and we have blank, which one of those blanks could be either Piper, 
steampunk type of range of this. Yeah. Well, so it, there's... it depends because like, realistically, we need to do something with these people in either singles capacity. I mean, you could do some sort of just weird tag team thing with them. <laughs> or a straight tag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Huh. Um, I would. Now we don't have a Foley thing either, unless Foley's in Money in the Bank. Uh, I guess he's going in Money in the Bank, but you know that's throw the cookie crumble sometimes. Because there's also like Foley Piper. If I was gonna go with any mix of these four for Foley. I'd probably say Foley Jake. That's Foley Jake, too. Let's move these people over to have, like, a an arrange. Well, I think the other one that's the weird one that we haven't got found a uh, singles match for is perfect, probably. Oh, there's also Edge. Edge, I think, is money in the bank. Ultimate opportunist and everything. And well, yeah, well, that's probably that's in money in the bank then. I think Perfect could be in Money in the Bank, but I think Perfect could also be in it's is also a big enough deal to be in a singles match. We've, we've got those five listed, I feel Perfect's in the same conversation as those. I I mean, fundamentally, if we were talking about who should go Money in the Bank and who should get a singles match, I'd say Foley should probably get a singles match. And I Perfect. would lean towards Foley in some kind of a hardcore match rather than Perfect in just another wrestling match. I kind of, I also find it quite interesting that like we, we, we've narrowed on these guys for like whoever's going to be like the quote unquote final singles match. Orton is not getting anywhere in this conversation. I just think he's money in the bank. He's a, it's just, again, it's funny, funny. He's a fourteen time WWE champion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not making the argument because I'm tired. So like... <laughs> I, on my notes, I had the idea that uh, Orton could be in a new revamped version of the Four Horsemen. My for argument instance. would have been you can group him like that. You can put him and Batista in a tag team turmoil if you need a team. You could have done, you know, Rock and Randy Orton. They're both third generation superstars. At one point, they were the only third generation superstars. I'm sure that's changed. But I knew Randy was going to get a spot over some of these other people, so I didn't argue for it. I'll argue for Foley because I think it's egregious that he didn't factor in quicker well, um, i don't know why you think that's egregious it's like foley was like his peak in wwe lasted about two years but it's still two of the most successful years in company history yeah but it, he was only as i don't say it was like a small part of it but he was he wasn't the head of that thing he was a secondary player to the rock and austin well, yeah, but I still think, like, he should have found, should have at least been in the conversation more than some of these other people. I also don't know if, like, his matches would be at the same level, some of the other ones that you could potentially do. And if you do, are putting Foley in a singles match, it has to be a hardcore thing, because... Or just, like, a wild brawl, like, Mind Games wasn't actually a hardcore match, but... No, but he was fighting Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So, if we're if we're bouncing around some of these things here, uh, 
I mean, I think the most the most egregious one that we haven't put in a singles match is Piper. Which and we're Piper's, thinking yeah. about potentially having him in there. Um, Piper's the, the biggest singles name, I think, left out of those ones. So we have 19 people on this Money in the Bank list. That's not factoring in these people either, but I don't think that we're going to go with like, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, let's get one of these bump off here and let's put uh, JBL in there or something. I mean, shit, JBL could be one of these bankrolling type of people for all we know. Um, it is like a shame to not have like, you know, Cody. It's a shame to not have uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's the type of guy that like, I'm not going to argue to put him over other people, you know, uh, but we can't fit every one of these out of the 19 in the money in the bank if we're limiting it to 10. So we got to knock nine of them out. Um, who are some people that you guys would want to lean more towards either knocking out or being like, they got to be in there. Um, I'd knock out DVRC. As, as you I would, earlier. I would too, as far as like he could bankroll and he could be a, side type of guy that's one out of the nine to as as bad as it sounds i'd knock out both shameless and cesaro just don't feel like they're big enough names compared to the other ones on that list uh ditto to riddle and booker t as well so if you if you were uh, knocking these out it would be you'd be like what one uh so you got five so you would need four more people that you would pick that you would knock out well, then I'd start thinking about who I'm going to have. Actually, I'd, I'd get rid of both Drew and Shelton as well. Yeah, we don't need them. I think Drew should go in the Battle Royal. Oh, that's right, yeah. Drew can go in there. So that's fully agreement. So we have... We actually have 17 now, if we yeah, all agree I'd, on I'd make on the that. argument. Seamus can go in the Battle Royal. Yeah, Seamus should. Oh, so, yeah. So you know, Zara as well, yeah. He could. Uh, Zara should as well, yeah. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, let's uh, let's do he's that. Not, like bigger, but he's like a guy known for lifting up bigger people. So, so then that brings us down to fifteen. So we only need to knock five out of this list. Uh, so Callum first. You've got these three. If you need to knock two more out, who would you knock out out of that? I'll just put them off to the side, and then we'll kind of see how those compare. Yeah, two more. You got to take um... out of that. Uh, I would say realistically punk or Foley is probably one of them based off of the idea that we're trying to figure out singles matches for Piper oh, yeah. Foley punk, that kind of range. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I take out yet. Cause I'd rather stop putting people in and then start seeing who's left after that. All right. Well then, um, so edge, ha- edge should go in cause it's money in the back. I think we all agree on Edge, right? Yeah, I would. All right, I would, let's I would, lock him in. I think we can all uh, agree on Jericho, unless Jericho I'm sorry, I'm sorry. ends up being like Jericho Piper or something. But I, I could always put somebody on the side of like, if we needed to replace him, if we go with the other thing, like that kind of thing. But can we I all kind of sign off on Jericho? Deal, but I would, I would sign off on. It's it's whether because I think one of these singles matches should maybe include either Jericho or Punk, and the other one goes in Money in the Bank. It's a Jericho Punk and Foley are the three that were kind of like bouncing around here. Either we do like the Piper type of thing. Like Roberts is only getting in if we get if we do Punk, probably. Even though Roberts and Jake could be pretty fucking sweet. 
Robertson Javi. Or Robertson Foley. <laughs> <laughs> Bangers and um, Nash. Robertson Jake. Uh, I, I would say, if we're going back to just Money in the Bank quickly, just to see who we're going to put in. I would say, let, let's put Jericho in, I think. I think Jericho is the, the one who's best suited out of those people to be in the Money in the Bank. I think Orton. Sure. He's, he's just too big of a multi-time uh, champion to not go in a match that's like that. I say Eddie should be in it. I think Eddie too. What do you think, Rob? Yeah. I think Owen should be in it as well. I think Owen for sure. Definitely gets my sign off on that. I think both Ricky and Rick Rude should both be in it. I'm not I, sold. I, actually, perfect, Rick maybe. Rude, but maybe perfect over oh, Ricky. Perfect I would sign off on, which would be we're at six, so we have one, two, left. three, four spots left out of that. So out of... <laughs> Well, if we're, if we're doing a 10, what are we doing? We're doing eight. If that if we did 10, then that okay. would be that. Just to kind of give ourselves a little bit more leeway. Okay. Um, well, there's, there's plenty of room then. Uh, if we've got those nine and we got four spots left, so we would not have to knock out five. I'm cool with knocking Matt Riddle out. Shelton and Booker, I think, definitely should go out as well. I don't know about Booker. Shelton, I'm okay with knocking out. What about you, Rob? Um... Shelton should get knocked out. What about Riddle, you guys think? Yeah. Two votes for Riddle. Booker, I'm not sold on. Put Van Dam in the match. So we got these two these four spots left. The pumpkin foley thing is kind of up in the air. Um Rob Van Dam kind of should. He'd be the flippy guy. Uh, and he has a former Money in the Bank winner. And then out of these... Whew. All right. Well, we have Jericho in here. Let's rule out the Jericho thing there. Um, so we're going... What? So we're thinking think... about potentially making Punk and Bully a singles match? Well, I'm thinking Punk and Biker. I think... And then do, throwing Foley into Money in the Bank. Do Foley, Rick Rude, and Ricky Steamboat, Punk and Piper as a single, and Booker T and British Bulldog don't get on the card. Mm. I'm thinking... I'm thinking we're going with... We should go Punk and Piper. I think that's the best. What was your pitch, Rob? Punk and Piper as a single. Throw Foley, Ricky Steamboat, and Rick Rude in the ladder match. And British Bulldog and Booker T don't make the cut. Or with Jake Roberts in that. You could make the argument of Bulldog is in the same category as a Cesaro and throw him in the battle rail. How many people do we have in the battle royal right now? We have seventeen, so we do have room. If they they've done twenty man battle royals before, uh, um, I'd be cool with Bulldog going into that. If you guys are cool with that. Bulldog in the yeah, Royal. Yeah. Um, I'd say, I'd say Bulldog should go into it. I feel JBL and Ron Simmons. I think maybe that could be a spot for Wyatt. No. The big man thing? Dusty. Well, we could put... There's literally no limit we can put onto a Battle Royal. Well, I mean, no, tec- like, technically I speaking, we could put Nightheart in there. We could put Owens in there. Yeah, right, well, that, well, well why, don't, why don't we do it? Actually, Owens... Oh, 
Why haven't we considered Owens for the Money in the Bank? I don't know. I think he just got lost in the shuffle. <laughs> uh, I think Owens is a, is a, is a consideration. Because, yeah, he would be bank. great. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, uh, yeah, fuck it. I mean, I mean really, if we, if we want to do something... <laughs> Well, if you want to do something, if you want to do something silly about like you're looking for Mick Foley to have a singles match, if we wanted to just say, "Oh fuck it, just do 21 matches," Owens versus Foley makes a lot of sense to me. Well, they would die. Well, one of them would. <laughs> so I think I would lean more towards Owens and the big man thing and Foley. If we needed to do Foley and a singles thing, that was on that other side, I think I'd even potentially go Foley and Jake to see what they do with that. Jake's not really like a brawler hardcore type of thing, but so why would you put uh, Mick Foley? Right, that's true. God damn. I mean, I know like Foley, one of his own Foley's best hardcore matches have been with I'm thinking of the promo work than anything else. He's thinking of the promo work. We got Owens. But yeah, Owens is good for that too. Um, I, I, mean, I think I think the best I'm okay with Owens and Foley. I think I'm okay with Owens and Foley, and I really do think he should have a singles match. But that's if we do a 21st match. Do we have the time for a 21st match? It's well, literally we're not, we're not doing this in real life. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but we got to give ourselves some rules. Otherwise, we would just be like, and then we also have rock and roll against diners, and we also have. Well, that's uh, you literally know. what I did because you don't have fucking rules. Like, <laughs> they don't exist. I mean, the argument would be then that you'd get rid of something like, like whether that's more valuable than some other things. I would, t- I would say Rick Rude should be in the Money in the Bank. Yeah, I just moved him up. I think we all kind of agreed on that. Yeah, Rick Steamboat. Um, Steamboat would probably make the most sense out of those ones remaining. And it's you know throw an old school guy in there. Steamboat would and be if- one of those baby faces where people could be like, oh man, like I really want Steamboat to finally reach that mountaintop kind of deal. Yeah. And if. Foley gets a 21st match against Owens, then Booker T goes in and everybody's happy. And then Punk and Piper. And then Punk and Piper. Mm. And then Wait. whoever's left over is left over. See, let's, see, let's, let's put the names down there. So we've got Punk and Piper in a match, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm still not sold on Booker T being in that match. You don't think it's a big enough deal? Not really, no. I'm all right with not having Booker T on the card. I think Booker deserves to be on the card. Uh, I'd put Booker mm. over. Like it's kind of weird to me if we have Booker on the card, but we uh, if we don't have Booker on the card, but we have like say Johnny Gargano, Neville. Yeah, but they they, they serve different. They serve completely different purposes, though. It's like Booker T can't physically go into a cruiserweight match. So it's not a case of like, oh, he's a, yeah, he's a bigger deal than Neville, but he can't be in Neville's match. Yeah, but you can make the argument that like, well, perhaps... well yeah, but I can I can also make the argument that why is Harley Race and Jerry the King Lawler and Terry Funk not on this card? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd say they're probably all bigger deals than Booker T. Hmm. I would I would agree with that statement. Like, well, and, Waller, and the... you can make the argument maybe he's on commentary. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I I, I, mean, I liked your idea about Ted DiBiase being the one bankrolling it, but then realistically, if it's a choice between Ted DiBiase and Booker T, even with that storyline thing, I think Ted DiBiase makes more just thematic sense to be in Money in the Bank, and he's a bigger name in the epoch of WWE than Booker T is. Yeah, I don't know why. That's another one that I'm just like, he's not as big as a Savage or something, but he should be on the card. 
Well, that's why I figured if he's on the card, but he's in a non-wrestling capacity, we can use a wrestling well, what spot. Is he, but what is he like? You can put Booker T on commentary. <laughs> I don't think that's oh, a good idea. My goodness. <laughs> I don't think having Booker T uh, say his fave five out of this card is a priority. <laughs> I think it's absolutely a priority. Who would be in Booker T's fave five with this card? Mm. I mean... I mean why why do you think Booker T should necessarily be in this over some other people that we got left over? Well, I mean, it's hard to compare some of these people that we do have. Because some of them, yeah, like Booker T is a much bigger deal than Aleister Black. Aleister Black. Like, but it's hard to argue against Teddy Biasi. Uh Here's how I kind of look at it. Booker T is a two-time Hall of Famer. He's a world champion. He is one of those guys that a lot of people kind of agree should have gotten more of a do. So in a fantasy scenario, I like to try to give those people what they deserve. And we can't obviously go with everybody. Cause like, then I would give, you know, Teddy Biasi a world championship and I want hard a world championship and all of that stuff we've talked about in the past. But like, I'd put Booker T over there and keep Ted in like a manager role more so than to put Ted in the wrestling role and completely take Booker off the card. Because then you're at least getting both. All right. So I I do understand that. My argument is that now that out out of the small list of people that we've got here, the two glaring ones to me that don't have matches on the quote-unquote main card are DBRC and Jake Roberts. We also have the tag teams, but those. Yeah, but I, I'm quite okay much. with none of those ones being on it. I mean, Goldust is the other one that would like be potential and stuff like that. But... Oh, yeah. I think it's it's a little odd to not have Jake Roberts or Ted DiBiase on the actual card. And to me, like, if we look at a different era, people would be like, oh, my God, how do you not have Bob Backlund on here? Bob Backlund is one of the longest reigning champions of all time and all that stuff. And it's like, it's true. Again, I would make more arguments for these people, but like, I understand that there is a ceiling you have to hit. I'd make an argument, you know, there's plenty of guys on this card that Backlund could face, like a Daniel Bryan, but there's just bigger people for the guys who would be good for Backlund to face that are facing. Do you think that there's a match we can get out of the people that we have lingering there that we can make a 20-second match and call that, like, okay, it's definitively that's the end kind of deal. Um, to try to get, like, DiBiase, whatever, in there without just doing, like, DiBiase versus Backlund versus Harley Race versus Jake Roberts. But, like, maybe even a tag team match of that, maybe, like, Ted I mean, and Harley what, against Jake and Backlund? Well, I mean, the, the weirdest thing is that the... Like the best match that I would make is a twenty second match out of this one doesn't actually involve like the biggest names at all. It would be William Regal against Pete Dunne. Because that would be a fucking hell of a match, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I the other ones it feels like like I feel like Roberts, DBRC, Backland, Race are too much of the same era. Right. And you have to pair. I would want to pair them up with people from a different um, generation, but. Just I don't think Dolph Ziggler. I don't think Dolph Ziggler's big enough. I don't think Matt Riddle's big enough. Shelton Benjamin isn't big enough. Christian isn't big enough. Ricochet isn't big enough. 
in terms of just like star power, Jarrett's not big enough, Black isn't big enough to really merit having the match with them. Hmm. And we have Goldust too. Yeah, Goldust is uh, Goldust into that kind of side because we're all okay with like you know uh, at the end of the day if yeah Pillman doesn't make it it's you know it's a shame but well, I'd say there's also an argument for um Steiner as singles as well Scott Steiner should I say throw him battle royal battle royal yeah battle royal yeah well yeah. him and Rick should both be in the battle royal they should be in the battle royal uh, JDL and Ron should be in the battle royal yeah uh, Harper and Rowan should be in the Harper and Rowan well. should also be in the battle royal we're at 25. If we try to maybe knock this out at that 30 and do that Royal Rumble thing that we were talking about before with my card. Well, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't, I don't want these guys coming to the ring one after another. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like that, really. like if we, if we limited it to 30, okay. it would be 27, 28, 29, um, 30. Then I would, in terms of the, the biggest names left then out of these ones, I'd Harley. say. Yeah, Harley. And then probably, I mean, if, if we're not going to end up putting either, Robertson DBRC in there, then they probably would be the best fit to go in there as well. Maybe Funk, but but I feel like if you're not going to put end up putting Robertson DBRC in a match, they should be on the card in some capacity. Well, we do have the space if we do that twenty second one, just to kind of make it an even number. Um, Eleven on one night, eleven on the other. But then we can maybe do that as Regal and Dunn. It feels a bit weird. Though. It does feel weird to put that on there. Yeah, it just seems like it's like really you're gonna put that like, on there. Oh, <laughs> like it's like, oh, that's, it a, that's a really that's a really cool match. Like it's a match I definitely want to see, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel All like time. ultimate. Yeah. yeah. Um. Huh. Uh. I mean, maybe Regal Backlund sounds a bit more all-time, but it's like still not sure about Regal. Still doesn't sound like it would be big enough. Yeah. Uh. Um. So anybody we could take out of Money in the Bank to make a bigger match and then put one of these other people in Money in the Bank? Um, Looking at the list, I'm like, uh... I mean, Jericho would probably be the biggest name. And who would we pair Jericho off at with that? Because we've seen Jericho against a couple things. Um... It's even Jake or Ted, wouldn't it? I don't feel Jericho makes make a lot of sense with either of them. Yeah. I mean, unless we do Jericho perfect, take both of them out and throw two more people into Money in the Bank. Hmm. Hmm. Might have something there. What are you thinking, Rob? I think we've hit the point where we're just trying to squeeze and get other people on the card, and I'm not sure if if that hinders money really in the bank. Need, yeah, if they all really need the spot. Like, you know, getting making sure like fully no one to have a match is great, but I'm not sure like I would want to take Jericho out of Money in the Bank and then do what? Then you put like. Only person I'd be okay with putting your money in the bank is Christian. Like, but I'd even take out Booker T for Christian. 
and I'd find something else for, for Booker T if it was absolutely necessary. I mean, we do have two spots in this 30-man Battle Royal so thing. put Booker T in the Battle Royal and put Christian in the Money in the Bank. Where would we put one of these other ones in Money in the Bank? Probably not Pete Dunne, but one of these other ones. Um, I'd say Benjamin just because of the legacy. But like that's that's very era specific for me. I'd, I'd make the argument Jeff Jarrett probably. Hmm. I can't see Lawler fitting in that. I don't think that as much as I'm a big fan of like Champa, he's not as big of a deal compared to some of the other ones. I don't think Funk in the Money in the Bank makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, but I could see maybe, uh, maybe a gold dust. No, maybe, maybe that's where Ted goes just to put Ted in there. Ted's thematic with it. Yeah. If we put Ted in that spot here and then we've got that one spot left and then we technically have two for the other thing, which we could either play around with whatever, but we don't need to, um, 21 matches seems kind of weird, though. I'm trying to think of who I'd put into that, then. Unless we did something like we were saying about, like, taking people out of money in the bank. Like, uh, so there is Jericho. There is Perfect. There is, like, Owen and Eddie. And, like, there there are... We can make a, a damn good match out of the people that are in here to be that 22nd match. With a lot of the different names. I think you get to these names in particular, you can pair off a couple of pretty decent things. Well, I think Edge is mm. probably still in Money in the Bank, though. So I'd, I'd lean more towards okay. these people. Maybe. And I'm, I'm, it feels like weird that I'm the one that's suggesting this. What about Randy against Jake? Snake against Snake. Kind of, yeah. I think it's absolutely a good idea to give Randy Orton a singles match. You sold me on so it. Think... I'm, I'm totally cool on that being a thing where we spot like that, and then we move this over, and then we move one of these other people into that spot there. Okay. And we also have that one spot left on here. In which case, if we're moving one person left from this entire group of people into there, the one that I feel like... All right, so putting one in the battle row, I think the one that makes the most sense in terms of size is probably Goldust. It's a pretty big dude. He's gimmicky. Yeah. Terry Funk, but okay. I'll, I'll move big. him into the... So we're, we're thinking potentially yeah. those. And then for Money and in the, the Bank. It would either be Goldust or Cody for me. Cody, I, you know, I had not taken Cody into account. Because um, there's Cody, there's Jarrett, there's Christian and Benjamin, probably. But you know what? I can't, in good conscience, rule anybody over Christian. The idea of Christian not being on, like, not making the card when certain people make the card, and Christian not making the money in the bank. Like, I think Christian should be it. What about Backlund, though? What about Backlund? I mean, I he is. He is like a major, major, major name, but okay. If, I, if you're asking me to put him somewhere, I'm putting him in the battle royal. If you're asking me to put him in the money in the bank, I'm going to tell you no. 
Yeah, I don't think you should try and squeeze a bit of money in the bank just because it is about Bob Backlund. I mean, so we've got two spots, so it's Battle Royale, Money in the Bank. So I'm just kind of like looking at those names. Like, I think ultimately, yeah, Ziggler doesn't make it, Champa doesn't make it, Ricochet doesn't make it, Black doesn't make it, Riddle probably doesn't make it. Who knows, maybe in the future, maybe we go, of course Riddle makes it, you know, that kind of deal. But, um, you know, Pete Don doesn't make it. I kind of lean as like, these are the people that we're working with a little bit. Well, don't want to do that. These are the people we're working with a little bit more for those two spots. I'd keep Funk out of it. Um, unless we had Funk in the Money in the Bank as like, this dude's fucking crazy <laughs> kind of deal. Like, mm. you know. Uh, but I, you know, we, we've got enough. We got Rob Van Dam. He's a hardcore guy. Um, uh, mm. I wouldn't value Cody compared to some of the other ones. I don't think, I mean, Shelton's either getting a Money in the Bank or he's not getting on there. And I think ultimately... We know Shelton's not going to win the Money in the Bank match. So I kind of prioritize Christian, Jeff Jarrett, Goldust, Bob Backlund, and William Regal as five out of those two spots, which means... And I and I would say of those, I would prioritize Christian or Jarrett for Money in the Bank with 90% of me saying Christian has to go in. And for the Battle Royal, either... Goldust, Terry Funk, or Bob Backlund, and Benjamin and Regal, and probably Jarrett don't make the cut. I mean, I'm, I'm appealed by the idea of William Regal trying to climb up the ladder just because I've seen him in one ladder match and it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does do it very well. Like, but I would say I, I, I've never been sold on Jarrett, so I can't, I can't in good conscience put uh, Jarrett in one of these spots. Um. I'd say Christian or Goldust. I'd say Christian or Goldust for Money in the Bank. What if Jarrett's uh, trying to say that Money in the Bank should be called King of the Mountain? <laughs> mm. uh, for that reason, alone, let's put Christian in the Money in the Bank. Thank you. Like I think, you know, he is a part of the TLC type of thing, yeah. and then edges in there, yeah. Uh, and then I think Goldust kind of takes that last battle royal spot. I would prefer Goldust. Yeah, I just think he's the bigger. He's he's a bigger dude, and that kind of fits the theme of the people that are in there. As like gimmicky, weird. You got something to the table for every single one of these. Either you're like a giant dude, or you're like the the big strong man. It's mostly just your big, and... your big strong fat or Goldust. Well, Goldust, Goldust is like six five. Fair enough. I mean, we've got like Booker in there. We've got. Have you Rick not seen Steiner Goldust in, in AEW? He towers over. I mean, everybody. I mean, he's huge. Yes, but I'm thinking like Booker's the smallest guy probably in that match. Booker is the smallest guy. What uh? Well, what about Cesaro? He'd probably be the smallest, right? No, yeah, Booker's smaller than that. Really? I mean, Cesaro, like, well, at least Cesaro's not. Cesaro known is a yeah. man. Like, have you ever like just looked at Cesaro and you're like, yeah, you're. He is very well built. He is a lot bigger than Booker. I mean, if you don't. If you're going based on height, Samoa Joe's probably the smallest person in that match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah, he's he's one of those uh, what do they call it? Like hefty or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you got you got combination thing. I think Booker T's the one that's like just a guy who's really cut. Well, in his prime, he's really cut and like obviously tall, but not like decidedly huge than most other people on the roster. Like he's the one that probably stands out the most, but. uh but yeah, he's a big name, so he shouldn't really be out of the card altogether. So then here's the 
here's the next step of this. We gotta we gotta balance the cards that we got here. We don't uh we know that these are our matches. I should not have copied and pasted that in that spot. There you go. It's gonna be terrible. I need to balance that. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So we gotta balance some stuff out, and then we have to settle one winners. Um. I think we're ready to go. And the battle royals are on separate nights, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Not, not that these are in any particular order, but I'll we do got... color these all in black now because there's no, there's no. We know yeah. they're all there, so so I'm just color them in, and then you can we can color them differently. One night, like... one night would be highlighted red. One night would be highlighted blue. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'll, I'll eventually have it typed out like this kind of thing. But we got women's battle royal. We got Andre battle royal. I'll just call it that, just because I mean it is men's, but I'll just that's yeah, fucking Andre. Whatever. The under the giant invitational. Yeah. Um, I think we probably balance out the Bret Hart, Cena, Daniel Bryan, Kurt Angle match. Sure. Whoop. We need to move that over so there's room. Not only are they the two mid-card titles, but they are two, like, wrestling match type things. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely got to balance out DX, Undisputed, and Shield NWO. Uh, and these don't have to be on these particular nights too. I'm just separating them, so it's uh, yeah, we can swap between which nights. Um, we have to balance out these, the world yes. titles. So we go here and here. We go here and here. I would say split up the two men's tag team matches. There, we got to split up the two women's uh title matches, yeah. So. Title matches, so we got that. that one and then the one on top, yeah, and the fatal four way. Yeah. Uh, I'd say split up money in the bank and the cruiserweights. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, good idea. Money bank and cruiserweights. Um, I think I'd we should say... split up Punk and Piper and Foley and Owens. Uh yeah, I would I say we should split these two up potentially. The, oh yeah, and the Styles Michaels or one thing, and then the other women's match be the other two splits. Remember, everybody, leave a comment below and tell us your thoughts on this whole stuff. If you're like, uh, you know, screaming in your chair right now, like no. It should be whatever that kind of thing or something, you know. Mm. Um, so then we got to settle on which for which nights, and then the order of the matches. Okay, so I'd say obviously women's battle royal and on dry battle royal would be the first because you kind of put battle royals on pre shows and stuff like that. I wouldn't say that they necessarily have to be though, because I think maybe they would be good to split things up a little bit. If you have a couple of different series of other matches, maybe okay. you throw in a battle royal why, just to be like, uh, you know. Why don't we start with then Money in the Bank on one night? I'd say that would start on night two. 
because they've kicked off loads of WrestleManias like that. I'm fine with that. And then night one could... I guess a similar vein, you could put the uh, the Cruiserweight match on the start of night one. And we, obviously, we... Uh, you want you want to start off hot. So. We might play around with rearranging those things if we go like, ah, you know what, we just realized that we booked three singles matches in a row or something, too. Mm. Um, we'll try and avoid that. Because the... Like, a lot of these matches I can't see being the opener. Like, we can't open with, like, Trish and Becky kind of thing. No. Like, that's a little bit too weird. Or, like, we can't open with Brock and Walter, you know. Um, uh, so... well, I'd go from both of these matches into two singles matches. Yeah, I would lean more towards that. So uh, I'd say Orton Roberts on night one. I feel like that's, that's the least super exciting one. Does Orton Roberts pair more with... Because we got Styles and Michaels kind of pairing with that. Well, yeah, but I, I don't think they have to be the it same. It pairs with Owens and Foley, yeah. but I, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to pair with that. I mean, as but, far as know. like Styles goes, because I'm like... Uh, I mean, we got Punk and Piper, Foley well, I'd Owens. Orton, I'd say Orton and Roberts are closer to the Punk and Piper match in proximity, and then Styles and Michaels. Styles and Michaels is like going to be in the in the classic wrestling sense, what Foley and Owens is going to be in a hardcore sense. Yeah, that kind of deal. So, so yeah, I'd say Orton and Roberts should go one night, and then Punk and Piper should take the other one. Maybe not necessarily in the same place. Yeah, but, but at least night two. Yeah. Um. Uh, night two, I'd follow Money in the Bank with. Well, who do we think, uh, as far as the world titles and our main events? Maybe we... WWE title match should be on night two, so that's uh, Austin and Flair. Austin Flair on night two is what, what I was thinking too. Yeah, and then the main event of night one will be uh, Rock and Savage. Savage. Um, I think in that case. The women's match that the women's title match that should go against Rock and Savage should be alongside that should be, I think, the Fatal Four Way. I was leaning more towards that direction too. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I would agree with that. And then that means Becky and Trish would go on the other side again, not necessarily like right before it, but like still most likely in that range at the very least. Oh, uh, yeah, but, but depends on where you want to. Really I mean, they literally did that this year where it was like the women's title matches and the men's title matches were just swapped in similar spots. Yeah. I think Undertaker Sting works better. They didn't, in... didn't redo that, did they? This year, WrestleMania? Because they, 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 they had that, that, that as like. Oh, the, no, no, no. Because they, the they, they opened, opened with the, the Universal title match. Lashley and like WWE title this? match. And then yeah. it was closed yeah. with the women's. And then, but never mind what I said. I, Asuka I, and Rhea were the penultimate match on the other which one, I, did. I think. I, I think yeah, they, they were, were actually. They were. Let me check. So I, I think I that I don't recall them being, but like I might be wrong on that. I think Undertaker Sting works better on night two. Oh, yeah, it was the penal match. Yeah, you were right. Uh, Unsex, yeah, Unsex Sting should be on night two. And that should be towards the end of the night where things are darker. Yeah. Um. Which I like means... that you're assuming we're in an open air stadium where it's like oh, yeah, it'll I mean, be it's... bright during the day. And it's gotta be, yeah, right? 
Yeah, I think I think looking at it now, I feel like I'd follow Money in the Bank on night two with Punk and Piper probably. Either yeah, that or Walter and Brock. Brock and Walter on the opposite end of. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, I'd say. So Money yeah, in the I, Bank is a brawling type of thing, like hardcore ish. So we couldn't follow it with like this, for instance, or, or that. even that. Even though this isn't like you know attack kind of thing, and that's kind of attack thing. I think it needs to be. More so wrestling. Yeah. So um, maybe the Brian Angle one? You could do that. Or are we thinking something on this end? Uh, Would either be... Uh, it would either be Brian Angle, Hart could Cena, do Styles Michaels. Or Styles Michaels. To really kick off something hot. All yeah, three of them like, could really kick some ass. Yeah. I'd lean a little bit more towards Brian Angle. But... I mean, all three of them are kind of in the same range. Yeah, I got. Uh, I don't I'd, I'd less like about Hart and Cena. I'd go between these two more than the other one. I'd personally go Styles Michael just because it's not a title match. It's true. It's not a title. Yeah. What do you think, Rob? I would go with probably go with Styles Michaels. All right, so let's put that there. Um, okay, and then. Um, Then I'd throw in like some of the uh, attack team match after that. But we got cruiser rates all mm-hmm. over the place. We got a singles match on here. This could yeah, be say, maybe um, this maybe this is Hardy Boys and Revival. I think they should be the foot four way one instead because the other one's for the title. So I think you'd do the title match on night two. Is there a buffer that we could put and then do the four way? Here for like, because that's going to be a little isn't bit more. Orton and Roberts, isn't Roberts and Orton the, the buffer? That's true. Because oh yeah, I guess you do have a full way on this. You do have full way on this show as well. But like, yeah, maybe maybe then, maybe in that case, then you do the women's tag instead. Well, the women's tag is another multi. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, oh yeah, but I mean, like, I, I don't know which one because I I I'd ideally have the title match on the night two. But then I realized that you got a Fatal 4-Way tag match here, and then also yeah, a Fatal 4-Way right. women's two. match on the show. Ah. All right, well, maybe we maybe we uh, place these um, okay. somewhere. Uh, um, not obviously down there, but just moving them out of the way. Uh, so between those matches, the one that's more dynamic, I think, as far as in the ring is DX and Undisputed Era. The yeah. more bombastic, all right, it's not going to be that great, but it's going to just work out the way that it is. It's Shield NWO. So I think if Shield NWO is more flair and there's more wrestling, I think the wrestling one maybe balances out Undertaker Sting a little bit more. Maybe yeah, we go DX yeah. and Undisputed on this night Whoop. and Shield and NWO on this night. Okay, we can do that, yeah. Yeah, we'll figure out where we're going to put it. I'd say the hardcore Foley-Owens match, because you've got money in the bank on this show, should go on night two, night one instead. I like that idea. And that needs to be separate from Walter and Brock, just so it there's a different type of craziness. This is weapons. Yeah. This is chops and suplexes and that kind of deal 
Okay, so I feel Which like... Which I think, I think maybe that should separate Ronda and Bianca a little bit from Brock and Walter. Maybe, but I don't want to put a lot of singles matches against in the same place, really. Um, oh, we are kind why of do... stacking up singles. Yeah, oh, no, well, this yeah we do have a lot of single matches anyway. Multi. Yeah. Well, why do we put... on After night one, after we do Orton Roberts, we do the women's uh, tag match. Because it'd be good to throw in a women's match after that. Then you throw in uh, Foley and Owens after that. I was thinking maybe Brett and Cena. Oh, you could do Brett and Cena after that. Brett, Cena, Foley, Owens. Maybe. Then the the Shield NW, I think. But then again, that could probably be more hardcore-ish as well. I don't think that gets hardcore. Hogan's not going to really go hardcore. I think it's no, more so that, just... that just exists. It's just a six-man. Right. I'm trying uh, to think of how many counting out there. Um, yeah, the Shield NWR and then Brock Walter. We do have this maybe Women's the... Battle Royal we have to claim, yeah, uh, yeah. throw in there. So maybe we throw Women's Battle Royal after Brock and Walter. And then there's... Yeah, but would you like, go into that into the Women's two, Match? Three, right? Would you go... Four, five, Eleven. Uh, so we're kind of in. We couldn't go that for then the women's match. Well, then we. Uh, well, what do we do? You want to do the women's Fol- match as a we'll do Fo- Foley Owens, then do the women's battle royal, then do Brock Walter, then do Shield NWO, then the women's match, then then do, yeah Brock Walter after that, and then Shield NWO, and then the women's title match. So no, we can't put the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys on the same card. We can't do those these two tag matches on the same card. So what are we? We're at somewhere around this range here. Um, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So we only have room for one more match on this night compared to those. Um, out of these, uh, will we these. put Hardy Boys five, or will we put the Fatal Four Way Tag? Um, do we have an un- we have an uneven amount of women's matches, right? We have five. Yeah, we've got five. Yeah, we put three on night one. We're gonna put two on night two. Huh. Well, we definitely have to put Andre on this night then. Mm. Um, and it shouldn't be around Money in the Bank. It shouldn't no, I think, be around. I think, I think it should. Be, I think it should be the thing that breaks up Austin Flair and Lynch and Strauss. Like, uh, oh, that seems like too much for. Eh, maybe they they do tend to use them in those spots. Because it is Andre. Um, but then that pushes Undertaker and Sting higher up in the night. Uh, maybe maybe it breaks up. We can decide when it starts. Like it'll be dark by the time that they're, if they're like the fourth match down, I think it'll probably be fine. What about we do something like this? So we I get... think I think Styles. I think you should we need to break Styles and Michaels and Punk and Piper up. Maybe one of the tag matches. Maybe we go with this Fatal Four Way then. Yeah, that could work. Then we do those. Then we go straight up wrestling match, multi man match. 
we go with that, and then we've got we these put, two. We just, so we need to put Rousey and Belair in this night, and the Hardy Boys revival on this night. Which ones are you talking about? Well, night one needs to be the tag match, and night two needs to be the women's match. How many women do we have on this night? We have one. One match. Oh, shit, we only have one. Oh, but I definitely have to put that in. <laughs> All right, so uh, I put that before, uh, before the Andre. Oh, yeah, before the Andre. Before the Andre, or do we put it before the tag title? Um, so that so, uh, way we separate Money at Bank and the, the four tag teams. Go like multi man, singles, singles. Okay, multi man, yeah. singles, multi man. I can see that being the case. Because okay. Ronda yeah. and, and Bianca isn't like a headlining match. It's just that it would be a pretty damn good match. Then we have to put, we put Hardy Boys Revival. Uh, put that between uh, Brett and Jock. Brett and Cena, Foley. Which, yeah, Foley and Owens, yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> Rob's like, I'm tired. <laughs> um, I'll format this on another time to make it look a little bit cleaner. But I, I, you know, I was looking at the sheet. And I'm like, I'm sure they're doing something because like, I just saw like he's done. He's put it in a different shape. Yeah, well, it was a repeat of Tony's card, and then you scroll all the way down. But I was like, okay, this is what they're doing here. Okay. So then, uh. We just gotta. I'll mark them in um, colors. Um, who wins these matches? Uh, so Ray wins the cruiserweight match. Yeah. So our cruiserweights are are these bunch. Uh, I'm totally cool with Ray winning that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll do this uh, just to keep track of that. Because that I I don't I can't put Ray in the different color. He's not listed. Uh, Randy Orton and Jake Roberts. I think Randy, Randy Orton wins. Jake. I think yeah, he gets an RKO. He gets an RKO. DDT countered into an RKO. And you you just had a babyface win the opener to get everybody happy and ah boo Randy Orton because Randy Orton's the heel here. I mean come on. Uh, Kabuki's and Divas of Doom and Bailey and Banks. I lean more towards Bailey and Banks. I think Bailey and Banks should win as well. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool. Okay. We already already had said that Brett beats Cena with a yeah. He rolls one of those up. like ah fuck you roll up kind of deals. Revival and Hardy Boys. I would lean more towards Revival, but we did just have a heel. I mean, we don't have to balance I'd it out. I'd say Hardys. I'd say Hardys would win. Oh, interesting. Um. I think just as like you facing, and also because what I want to do with the next match. Uh, it's WrestleMania, babyface. Babyface, yeah. I'm cool with that. I think Owen should beat Foley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he 100% that's what, has that's to. That's what Foley does. That's what yeah. Foley does. He loses matches. <laughs> There's no debate about that. Foley ain't winning that match. Sorry, Foley. You just, that's where you you uh, work that's best. What you, is, do. you know. Uh, Women's I think battle. Win the battle royale. Oscar's not in the battle royale. I mean, you, you know, because. I, I don't like the idea of Karma winning the Battle Royale, is what I'm saying. Karma's an option. Um, let's see who the other people that we have. Uh, so it's not going to be Naomi. It's not going to be Bolnacano. It's not going to be Candice. No, no, no. I mean, Shannon maybe... Baszler should win this Battle Royale. Uh, let me, um, Brie, Bella, just to write these out. Um, Nikki, Bella. Ew, why don't you have the same color? What's up with you, Nikki Bella? Trying to be different here. It'll be different. 
Um, I lean more towards Karma. You're not a big fan. You're saying Shayna? Yeah. What about you, Rob? Or Callum? I am Rob. <laughs> Rob is, yeah. Um, I think they're both probably two of the standout options. China's the other probable China pick. is the other uh, that I was thinking of. Uh, Do we get maybe like the final three are Shayna, China, and Karma? And nah. They uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't do that. That would be no. You'd have like a oh. baby face in there, like well, China could be a baby face. Well, no, but like a small baby face, like a plucky, like a Candace. Well, yeah, or, like... a Candace or a Mickey or someone like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd uh, rather have Mickey or that. like, like a, or like a Gail Kim who's actively not eliminating herself. Maybe some kind of a thing like uh, you got all right. Let's say this like uh, you got Mickey, Shayna, China, and Karma, final four, uh. Um, and then they all gang up mostly China and Baszler to take Karma out because I mean let's think about the Battle Royals Big Show never wins any of them really because people gang up on them and then you got Mickey Shayna and China China goes out next and then Mickey Mickey, gets choked out by Baszler I was going to say Mickey Mickey's able to uh, capitalize off of like a drop kick on Shayna or something and, and win and it's plucky Mickey wins no. or something. No, Shayna Baszler chokes her out. She could try to win, but Baszler should get the Duke. Uh I've got to go with Shayna out of those two. Alright, well I'm, I'm cool with Shayna winning. Uh Shayna Baszler, Queen of Spades, possibly the Queen of the Ring. Queen's crown, uh, yeah. Holy. I don't know. It won't have Oh, I've passed by now when you're listening. We're we're assuming that maybe she wins, but she hasn't even gotten into the finals yet. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Walter. I go Brock. I can see Brock F5-ing Walter more than I can see Walter powerbombing Lesnar. But I can also see Walter working down Lesnar with a bunch of chops and beating him with a splash. Callum, how are you feeling? I mean, I would like to see Walter win this match. But I would also like to see Walter win this match. But I think, realistically, you, you'd have Brock win. All right. Shield and NWO. I think Shield conquers Shield, NWO. Shield, Shield. Shield. Specifically, they beat Scott Hall. <laughs> but it's you, true. Because the other two, the other two won't lay down. Yeah, it's, I just laugh because it's, it's so obviously true that he would be the one that would take the pinfall to it. He's taking the pin for Roman Reigns. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's happening. He's taking the triple power bomb and the pin from Roman. And like, yeah. Unless the triple power bomb is what they do to get Hogan out to excuse why he didn't get pinned. Or I the reason like the that. same thing for that. That's how they pick up. Kevin they ain't Nash. getting Nash up for a power bomb. Uh, three of them. They could get Kevin Nash up for that. Maybe I mean, they don't chuck him the way that the jackknife does. does. <laughs> but... The quarter would have gone by this point in the match, probably. So. <laughs> um... Alundra, Lita, Charlotte, and AJ. It's Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, come on. Rock and Randy Savage. I go with The Rock. Uh, I go with The Rock. Is... I go with The... Rock's heel, right? Uh, depends. Or are we going with, like, like both, tweener, like asshole, rock against word, you know, that kind of thing? I, I think I I personally lean more towards Babyface, and if you're having Charlotte Flair win as a heel on night one, then Savage should win as the Babyface. 
I'm cool with Savage yeah, beating Rock. I thought Rock was winning as a babyface, but I'm cool with Savage winning as a babyface. I think I think Rock's the better heel out of the two. Yeah. Them. I think Rock can play into the I'll get the crowd to boo me, whereas Savage isn't going to do much to get the crowd to boo him compared to The Rock, outside of just if you like The Rock better. Savage is more of a heel if you're up against like some white meat type of guy, I think. He's Rock's a heel. too cool with that. Uh... The Midub, Money in the Bank. Let me just look at all the people that are in it. Yeah. Edge. We got Edge, uh, Jericho. I mean, it's not going to be Owen. Uh, it's not going to be Rob Van Dam. It's not going to be Rick Rude. It's not going to be Ricky Steamboat. It's not going to be Ted. It's not going to be Christian. It's either Perfect, Eddie, Jericho, or Edge. I, I lean towards Perfect. Honestly, my two choices were Perfect and Owen. So. Just because it's something we haven't seen before. I mean, I love the idea of Owen, but I, he never tends to win the big, big one like that. Uh, well, I think I think Perfect is the one. Well, realistically, we've seen Edge, Jericho, and, and uh, Guerrero as world champion. Perfect was never world champion, so it might it would just be good for him to win the money in the bank. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with Perfect winning that. Love me some Mr. Perfect. The bank. And he could be like, look, I'm going to cash in at the perfect time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he wins the middle. Uh, Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles. I think Shawn. I think yeah. he, ca- he catches yeah, Shawn, uh, AJ with a super kick. As he's flying in the air. Going for a phenomenal forearm or something, maybe. Yep. Ronda Rousey and Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair should beat her. I I think it's Ronda still. I think Ronda makes her tap. Like Bianca puts up a hell of a match, and Ronda is able to just snatch her in something. Um, Dudley Boys, the Usos, the New Day, and the Legion of Doom. We didn't quite figure out what type of a match this was. It's like a just a fatal four way or whatever. So it could be elimination style. It could be one pinfall wins. I'm thinking more so elimination. What about you guys? I'd say elimination. I think Dudley boys don't win. I think kind of like the the idea of the Usos being heel here. Uh, I kind of lean towards New Day because they can celebrate. Um, I'd personally go with Dudley's. I was thinking who says so we're at a crossroads here. <laughs> well, we're all going not LOD. So we know that that's at least not that. Mm. Um, maybe we balance out a little bit of heel and face type dynamics or something with that. Uh, we'll come back to that. What do you think with what? Piper and Punk? Uh, who's here win this match? <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> so out of that, I think Piper's babyface. And I think yeah, I'd, that I'd Punk wins. Yeah, I could, I could see I could, Punk could catching that, Piper yeah. with a GTS more so than Piper making Punk tap. But then again, Punk is really good at being like that real rotten bastard heel that you want to see tap. Ah, but I then think, Piper's I, a damn good heel. Ah, oh, that's fucking tough. I think, I think Piper will play the heel in the same way that Guerrero plays heel in terms of like, he'll still cheat, but the crowd will love it. Because Punk's just like 
like complete also punk. So so B, I'd, I I like the idea of Punk winning as a heel in this one. I would put I'd have Piper as the kind of like Eddie Guerrero babyface, and he puts Punk to sleep with the sleeper, but. Also, that could be like a crux of the match to go to sleep, sleeper, but... Huh, yeah, um, I like that. But uh, that's what I would do, but I'm okay with Punk winning. I could see it being one of those things where maybe, like, Piper, if he's babyface in there, maybe Piper's got Punk in the sleeper, but the referee had been knocked out. So you know he won the match, and Piper goes like, hey, you know, what the hell, like, whatever... And then in the meantime, Punk's able to catch him with the GTS, and then it's just like, you know, you rotten bastard. Uh, that doesn't really help out with the tag match. <laughs> I thought maybe it would. Not really. All right. So I like the idea of the new day celebrating. So I like that. Yeah, go the new day. It's not. It's not really. Like, there's no stakes to that match anyway. So I like that tag team wrestling. There's all the stakes. Mm. So we got the Andre. Yeah. One by Andre. Fuck ton of names mm. here. I don't think it's one by Andre, but I don't know who yet. My ass. One by Andre. You know, I'd I'd have it down as the final two. I'd have it Andre and Big Show, and have Big Show win. That's where I'm kind of thinking. I mean, if that's the finish, then I'm okay with that. I mean, it's either that or I'd have Cesaro lift Andre the Giant over this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that'd be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool if they were both like they do the spot where they both like got choke holds each other over the ropes and then fucking. Eric Rowan comes in and frozen both over the top of the future, future legend. legend. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, he is now the legend, Eric Rowan. Um, Cesaro with the first uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner? Yeah, he, he was, was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we, the final three are Cesaro, Andre, and Big Show, that it's like, okay, no, it's Andre and Big Show. Yeah. I, I think I'd go Big Show. Uh, I quite like I, I quite like the idea. Honestly, actually, honestly, realistically, actually, the one that I would choose to win is Bruno Samartino. If I was going favorites, like who I would, who I would be like, can we give it to this guy? I like him, like that kind of thing. <laughs> Which they would be like, no, it's not like whatever, like that. Then I'd be like, man, that's a star making performance for like Keith Lee or like you know like that kind of deal. But I, I'd lean more towards Big Show as being like. I mean, if we we're going for like just people that we liked, I'd be like, Yoko's the biggest of all of them. Go, go Yoko. How <laughs> you gonna get Yoko up? Are you gonna reinforce the ring in this one? Jesus Christ! No, but I I, I kind of like the idea of Big Show just being the last guy to actually eliminate Andre in the in the match, which dedicated to him. So what you do is you don't reinforce the ring, and then Braun Strowman just tips the ring over, and everybody falls out. Braun Strowman <laughs> wins. So Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle. Brian. Brian. Totally cool with that, because uh, I'm assuming Kurt Angle's heel. Yeah. DX on Undisputed Era, it's DX. DX should No fucking way Undisputed Era is beating them. <laughs> Undertaker uh, staying on the Taika. Yeah, it's Undertaker. It's Undertaker over Sting, yeah. Depending uh, on the story you tell with Becky and Trish, it should be, it could be either or. But I'm gonna say Trish. I lean towards Becky. Hmm. What are we thinking about heel and face dynamics? I think they're both. I think Becky plays heel in the match, but they're both baby faces going into it. So pitch me because I'm totally on the fence. Pitch me how you guys think the end goes because you're on opposite ends of the spectrum. 
I just think that, you know, babyface Trish gets the win, but I guess you can counterbalance that by saying Austin's obviously going to beat Ric Flair. Um, but yeah, I can see it being either way. I mean, in terms of like the um, the finish, I'd see Beck, uh, Trish going for like, after already hitting one, but go for another satisfaction. But as she's landing, Be- Becky immediately grabs the arm, transitions over, so basically pancakes Trish on the mat, grabs the arm, goes into the disarmor, and that taps her out, finally. I think you sold me on Becky. All right, fair enough. And then, yeah, Austin beats Flair. Austin obviously beats Flair. Because, yeah, he's, he hits him with the stunner. Ric Flair flies, you know, 15 feet out of the ring. That kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah, I just want to see, I want to see one where just Austin, like, st- stunners Flair, Flair does the flop afterwards. I mean, really see, I think that should happen early in, not early in the match, but at some point in the match, it doesn't lead to the finish. Like, have um have it, it, it been a situation where Flair's, like, in control and Austin just hits a desperation stunner. And Flair looks like he's not supposed to no selling it, but like he's it takes him a while for him to go yeah. down. <laughs> he does and the thing that he did that. before in the, the Royal Rumble or whatever, where he's like walk, 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 flop. Yeah. yeah. And that's what launches him into the come launches Austin's comeback. So the Flair yeah. does the uh he gets hit with a stunner, he walks and taps all four corners of the ring mm-hmm. and then flies out of the ring. <laughs> kind of bullshit. Like <laughs> And you end with uh, Stone Cold holding up the WWE Championship, drinking a beer, crowd going crazy, mm. middle fingers all around, Ric Flair stuck like a pig bleeding, because obviously, of course, Ric Flair is going to bleed in this match. If there's one guarantee, they're both, they're both he's going to bleed in this match, yeah. Yeah. At the very least, Flair is, though. Flair will do it mid-selling of the... Uh, <laughs> Stunner. <laughs> Just start well, early in the match, and then by the time the blood has started to heal, he'll stop bleeding again later on in the match. So like... yeah, he'll get busted open again with a, a straight punch. Well, there you go. Well, that was <laughs> not bad. That's a lot of stuff here. Yeah. I mean, this is. Uh, this I can is see why WWE doesn't t- t- put any effort into this anymore because it's really like <laughs> it's really hard. So this is the culmination of ten years of a podcast. It's the. Uh, you know, if I were going to say 60 years of a roster or two, so yeah. Uh, if I were going to say like, all right, well, you know, that's the end of smack talk. It'd be like, well, you know, this is a, this is a finale type of a thing. That's not my game plan, <laughs> but, uh, um, there'd be, be a hell of a swerve. If you're just telling us live on the air, especially if we've got multiple weeks worth of recordings before this comes out, <laughs> then it'd be like the last recording we actually do is, uh, I don't know, like the Crown Jewel post show or something. And then we're just sort of like, all right, well, that's that's the real end. See ya, kind of thing. Now, um, this is a hell of a card. I don't know if you can get much better. Of course, you can get better when it comes to personal preferences. Some people out there would be like, I can't believe that you didn't include my favorite of so-and-so. We do have some great people that are not uh, incorporated in here some great tag teams like uh, the Rock and Roll Express of course not in here we got some great performers like Jerry the King Lawler who you know if you had the infinite amount of room in the world of course like Lawler in some kind of a match is something that I really would have tried to to go for we got some people that I'm sure are going to be upset that there's no dedicated singles matches to the people that we lumped in together like why is there no just Triple H versus whatever, or 
how do you guys not have Goldberg streak against John Cena or uh, Goldberg streak against Undertaker streak, like that kind of thing. Uh, or John Cena and Goldberg, whatever it might be. I mean, there's there's a variety of different things. I mean, um, like, there's so many different things. You know, I thought about Austin Lesnar, you know, like, I thought about, obviously, Kurt Angle, Bret Hart, we spoke about it. You know, you could have put... There's Cena Hogan, there's Austin Hogan, there's... Uh, we a, couldn't think of anything dedicated for the Wyatt family. It was just going about a rail. Even then, we thought about Wyatt family versus the Rhodes family. Family versus family have the crazy Wyatts against uh you know the polka dots and the gold stuff and whatever and but then there's not enough room. We already broke our rule with the twenty and added two more matches to it, so we couldn't just keep adding more and more. And uh five women's matches out of twenty two, it seems like it's not a good amount to kind of balance it out. But then again, there is just vastly more men that have been in the company so it's not but, fair to just be like oh half of it's five, half. five women's matches is great it was originally it's about to be a quarter of the card and when you look at some of the quality of the women especially their wwe legacies they don't hold up you can't just be like well karma is one of the best of all time yeah but in wwe she didn't do much we tried to apply that like Callum tried to apply that with sting and mm. you know they're there's reason we didn't, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. wasn't in our draft and stuff like that because they didn't have that long of a tenure. So I think the women were really hard to book. I'm just glad we got them on the card. Like, we got all of them. And that, too, is another thing that if we were to book a fantasy evolution card, well, then suddenly we've got a much wider range and we're not lumping in together. Bailey and Banks are in a tag team. We can go, okay, Bailey's fighting who? Banks is fighting who? That kind of thing. And that's something that we can play around with too in the future. It's another spinoff that we can do out of this. We can go, look, we've got our list of all these women that we can pick from and the other women that we didn't add onto this and just go out of the 300 women that we, or 300 women, but out of the 300 women that, Saying three hundred women again, the three hundred picks that we had, all of the women. If we tried to make an evolution card, we could do that in the future too. It's another one of these potential things we can kind of do. The fact that we've done the ultimate roster at this point and we have our mock draft, we can play around with this quite a bit. We can do the ultimate Survivor Series thing. We can do the ultimate Royal Royal Rumble. Rumble. It's another one for sure. We can do the ultimate SummerSlam. Like this is the ultimate. All right, we got a blank week. We can play around with this. I don't know about SummerSlam because it is just kind of the same sort of card. Uh, but it could be the the backup of like, well, what are the secondary matches that we could do with that? Uh, we could do gimmicky things. We could be like, all right, well, you know what? It's all just tag team matches for the whole thing. We could do... Uh, I, I mean, there's lots of different options. One thing I do want to try to do, if we ever get a chance to do it, is something that I think it was Callum had suggested this. Fire Pro Wrestling. Yeah. That's to a, act out these matches would be a lot of fun. Yeah, you fundamentally, there's, you, you basically have every wrestler available because of the wonderful uh, creators over at um, Fire Pro Wrestling. So, le- legitimately, like you could make this card up in a couple of in an hour or so once you've downloaded the right people and get it played. So 
So it's not it's not it's not going to be like the real thing, but uh, it's as close as you're going to get. I mean, you wouldn't you probably won't be able to do like the 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 massive battle royals and stuff like that because I don't feel it. I don't know whether it has that capacity or not. But, you can get uh, about eight of them. You get eight in the ring. I know there are some mods and stuff like that that allow for like Royal Rumble style things. So there might be something you can play around with that, but uh, but yeah, at, at the very least, we can definitely um, we can definitely do the singles and tag matches. Yeah, so I mean, there are definitely ways for us to to play around with this in a in a great manner, and uh, yeah, this isn't the the cleanest looking on the screen, but maybe I'll um, edit that in a little bit later on and make it look a little bit nicer. Uh, not gonna keep these guys any longer than we've already had on here, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of it. This is this is what we would do if the three of us were running this fantasy bubble <laughs> it's obviously a different story if we had the card options of just the people in wwe right now uh then i don't know what we would end up booking if the three of us were doing that but uh, maybe when then it comes Red down Jordan to is definitely getting a main event <laughs> maybe when it comes closer to wrestlemania maybe we have a fantasy booking trio kind of thing like that i've always done fantasy booking for wrestlemania and such on my own but i like the idea of incorporating that into like podcast debate form i think that that's fun and you get to see some different approaches. You get to see some uh, ideas where somebody will bring something to the table and it'll be like, Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. And that's fantastic. Like I'm still really loving this. We didn't do it on here, but I'm, I'm really loving that CM Punk and Jake Roberts match. I do like the Randy Orton and Jake Roberts match too. I like the punk and Piper. I like, uh... yeah, we have some matches on here from our mock drafts. We've got Brian and angle. We've got undertaker sting. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Rocket Savage. I love that one. So yeah, definitely let us know what you think. Tell us if you would disagree about who you think would rather win these matches. If you were like, man, you know what? Here's my pitch. I think the Dean Malenko should win the Cruiserweight match, or you know, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, keep the discussion going. Chat it up. Have fun. Tell us your cards. Take the roster that we made. And make your card out of that roster. Tell us what your roster would be if you would pick the roster. Do the same thing and record yourself with two of your friends and try to get that going or whatever. I'll check that out. You know, like, uh, have fun with it. That's the whole point. This is fun. That's the whole point of all of this. Yeah. We wanted to do something that's more on the fun side of things rather than just complaining about the bad stuff and talking about the good stuff and predicting the same old things and whatever like that. We wanted to to really lean into the fun because this is supposed to be you know if, if it's a make it or break it year or whatever type of thing then it's like now nah, let's have a fun thing to commemorate 10 years of smack talk and we want to thank you for all your support we want to thank you for listening to all these episodes of this uh podcast not only just you know all the other years or something like that but this little series itself you know this is what one two three, four, five, six episodes of this for just this block. So it's been a fun journey. And uh, from the start of a cruiserweight six pack challenge to stone cold winning in night two, that's what we end up coming up with. And then we're only just getting started because I'm sure these rosters will come back in some way, shape or form. Maybe in pod form. I don't know. So, Leave your comments, as I said, 
and make sure that you are checking out whatever we end up giving you next, whether it's something that's playing off of this with the Survivor Series card like we were thinking about, or it's something completely different. Maybe it's a Superstar Scores. Maybe it's a fan announced table. Maybe it's a, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, we will see with that one. But if you are following the Facebook and Twitter accounts at SmartOutMoment and you're checking SmartOutMoment.com, you will see whatever is happening all over that stuff. If you go to fanboysanonymous.com, you'll see what's happening over there under a mango tree. As long as you support one thing, you support the other thing by proxy. So, you know, click uh, subscribe on both. Hit the like button on all the videos. You know, uh, boost the watch hours. Click the ads. You know, donate to the Patreon for those things. Literally, you should leave all the videos we do on in the background on mute. Raise those watch hours, damn it. I think we'd more than deserve it. I also think that with the amount of time and effort that we put into these things, a dollar a month to the Patreon is a bargain. And that does go a long way to help keep the lights on. It helps morale. It helps keep me sane. Cause uh, to be honest, like, you know, when it's that time of the month or something where the Patreon stuff rolls along, if I end up seeing that there's some people that take that out and I'm like, ah, oh, man, that's a shame. Or if I end up seeing that we get a new, uh, patron subscriber or something that can make a big difference on just, you know, be going like, oh, okay, cool. We got a new one. Like, you know, somewhere people are following. And maybe that's the reason why we record something fun that day. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm feeling cool now. Like we can, you know, we can do this outside of the time. And the more support that we have, the more that we can do these fun things too. And less time I have to work on the freelance kind of crap on the side. So, uh, if you want more of this content, pick poison. That's what it's about. That and just the regular support. And uh, you should be following what we've got individually, too. Different side projects, different things all over the spectrum here. I'm at Tony Mango all over the place. You know where to find me. You just start clicking around, and you'll see different things like that. Rob is at Dude Felice all over the place. I am, and I'm also over on Fightful.com. You should check all that out. And Fightful Select. Right now, we're in the middle of like full gear season and Survivor Series season. We're just about to wrap up the year. So... Thank you for all your support. Check me out on all platforms, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Callum? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14. Check out smartcomemoment.com, all of the weekly articles and all the other articles that are posted on a regular basis. Power rankings, make a stop gap for that one as well, because that's my week-to-week contribution. I've also been contributing fairly regularly in the last couple of weeks. Well, month ago back in, back, in, back, in, back in october yeah back in october to the uh triple threat but i might be contributing to a few more of those things you never know uh but make sure you're checking all of that stuff up out as well and uh yeah if you want to go back into some more retro style content as always 2001 wrestling odyssey and the paul hayman spat down podcast up in the archives also if these guys are recording stuff in the meantime while i'm away on my honeymoon and all that stuff show them a lot of love because if they're doing that and they're helping me out with that, they deserve all the all the thumbs up, all the praise, all the shares, all the good stuff. Uh, we could all use some good stuff. Good stuff is good, because good things are good. Right. This was a good thing. And you are good for listening to it. So you get a pat on the head. Good boy. Good girl. Good whatever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah. All right. Ultimate card in the bank. And whatever's next is next. So thanks for listening to three and a half hours of this. <laughs> this mega, mega edition. We all need a break. It's 
3.30 in the afternoon on October 16th. Hope you're having a good day. We will see you next time, everybody. But for now, this has been another Smark Out moment. And we are being counted out. Bye.